Dry martini. Oui, monsieur. Wait. Three measures of Gordon's, one of vodka, half a measure of quinoa lily, shake it over rice, and then add a thin slice of lemon peel. Bounding through Bond, Casino Royale. I am Matt Jerson. And I am Hunt, John Hunt. <laughs> Clay Inferno here. Welcome right. back. We are, yeah, we went through Pierce Brosnan. Now we're going to, well, we'll see how far we get into. We were uh... bitter through Brosnan. <laughs> now we're going to try to. We're going to caress Craig. Caress, right? No, we're gonna, yes. <laughs> we're going to see how far we get before the big No Time to Die, which has already been delayed like 5,000 times, and I hope it doesn't get delayed again. Yeah, but you <laughs> but know what? Like, you know how people do with their dumb birthdays? It's just like we, we can just celebrate the whole Bond month. We celebrate keep, the month? Keep, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like people, I don't feel like people go out to see the movies since they're not going to movies. They're not definitely going out like immediately to see them. Oh, I, mean, I Bond am. is an exception for this. For I'm going. I've been waiting for this thing forever. I since, feel like since like March of last year. Yeah. Well, I, I feel and like they was, already. It was, it was yeah. delayed before that when Danny right. Boyle got left the project or got kicked off. I'm not sure which. Yeah, I don't know what happened. It's very Boyle, mysterious. The size of an apple, and it really hurts. <laughs> Danny Boyle. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, I'm planning on seeing an opening weekend. I don't know about you. Yes. Yeah. Twos. But definitely. Anyway, we're gonna we're not gonna talk about that one. We're gonna talk about Daniel Craig's first one. Yeah, not his last it's, one, his first one. Yeah, Casino Royale, which the is my favorite of his for sure. Spoiler the Blonde alert. Bond. Also favorite. The Blonde Bond. Yeah, I know. I said it right up front. It's my favorite of his. It it's one of my favorite Bond movies. I'm gonna all. say it. Yeah, I, it's between Goldfinger and this one, you know. Wow. I this one, I think this one is is better. Wow, yeah. But, but Goldfinger is like a sentimental favorite, so mm. uh, it's a real tough call for me. Yeah, I hear you. Tough. This I, is have also, to, I have to do it. I have to say it's a tough call between this and Skyfall for me. Skyfall really? is also excellent. I also enjoyed sure. that one. Spoiler but, alert. Uh, I see part. why. I see why it's your favorite uh, film. Uh, well, no argument here. Oh, you know, I'm going to say Goldfinger is my favorite because it doesn't have a scene with skinless people in it. So there we go. That gives okay. Goldfinger the edge. You mean him sitting in the chair getting tortured or you mean? No, I mean where they go to that stupid. Oh, the skinless uh, people. Yeah, like that that grossness. I remember when yeah. we went and saw it, I was like, oh, I hate this thing. <laughs> it's, 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 That's really I hate, weird. I hate seeing stuff with skinless people with mus just the muscles i went to that exhibit by the way when it was it in boston my whole family went to that and then my dad was doing very lewd uh things (laughs) like really bad like so bad that i don't even want to tell you what he did that it was like but it was a thing to like crack me and like my brother-in-law up and it was the most badass punk rock thing my dad's ever done it was great because you're not supposed to touch the things but he touched one of them in a private area. Oh, uh, in his I, don't, area. I don't know. I'd want to touch any of that. Too. I, that from it's what weird. I've heard, from what I've heard, because there were two of them, 
There was like Body Works. I think that's right. the one in the movie. And then there was a different one. Body, body Works World. like apparently got permission to use these bodies after they died, although it has never been yeah. independently verified. The other one <laughs> used something like dead prisoners from China. Something I was oh like, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's horrible. Oh my God. I hope I'm glad they didn't there use they that. Are, these dead prisoners kicking a soccer ball and riding a horse without their skin. Playing poker. Well, yeah. Like in the film. Like in the film. And so this is a big, this is like a big reboot. I guess you call it that, right? I mean, this is because James, the very first scene, which I love, I love this scene in the black and white. We see James Bond first time, new Bond. How long had it been since the last Pierce Brosnan one? Uh, like nine, seven years, I think. Well, four. Sorry, I was on. I was on pause. Oh, oh. I mean, oh, I was no. on mute. It, it was four years. Pierce. That came was Dino. They came out in two thousand two. Okay. Yeah. I tried and to forget that one. Uh, he was. No, a, we just watched it. A fifty-three. A bitter man about getting kicked off a of bond. Yeah, they said he looked too. I mean, uh, they said he was too old, but I don't think he looked. No, but they were like, we needed Bond at the beginning of his career, you know, because this was like the origin story. Yeah, I get that. Too. If they had I had the right to do this when thing. Goldeneye came out, they could have done it. But Yeah. I read some other thing where, like, he said that he thought that he was too old. So, I don't know. Everybody was just too old at the time. <laughs> too old to begin the training. Apparently, um, Daniel Craig is the first Bond to be born after the series starts, began, like... Holy moly. Yeah. How about that? But I do love the scene. So, like, he's never, oh, you know, he's not a double O yet. Yeah. Um, I have two things I would like to say about this scene. <coughs> First of all, <coughs> please. Here you hear you. Here you hear First of all, I remember Quentin Tarantino was trying to get the rights to this. And he kept, in interviews, he was talking about how if he got the rights, he would shoot it as a period piece. And shoot it all in black and white. And so That's when this true, yeah. this first scene is done in black and white, I was like, oh, hmm. Lifting that idea, eh? Uh, the second the thing... the whole movie was going to be in black and no, white? Or obviously it, it no, I didn't think the whole movie would be in black and white. But I, I'm pretty sure they must have heard him talk about... Because Bond producers are always like, hey, let's take that idea. You know, they're always doing that with their Or movies. they were probably like, maybe like... Trying to be like, well, maybe we should get Quentin to do the, you know what I mean? He's like one of the top directors, so maybe you know, probably like yeah, came but, but across this, their desk. Or they they had the rights to it. It was you know a couple of years. It was like two thousand and three ish or something, where they're like Quentin was trying to get the rights to the book to film it. And the second well, the rights. This, this is the um the last Bond movie I saw with my father, and you as you both have met my father, uh. He had a hard time paying attention to things because he would just start talking <laughs> and like he was like goof on shit, and so he didn't know who Daniel Craig was. So when when the dude comes into his office, sits down, and then Daniel Craig is behind him, you know, surprises him with the gun. My father goes, "Who's he?" That's <laughs> <laughs> it's James Bond, Dad. So that's what I have to say about this scene. That's what I think of Quentin Tarantino and my dad that's not so knowing awesome. James Bond. What in nice your father's defense, Daniel Craig hadn't done much. Like he's yeah, sort no, of an I, unknown. Yeah, and it wasn't as though my dad was keeping up with all this shit. You know, hmm. I like to him, it was Sean Connery, and that was it. I mean, we did see 
Goldeneye when it came out on video, and we saw Tomorrow Never Dies in the theater. That was the whole packages on Christmas Day. I think I told that story in our go in our Tomorrow Never yeah. Dies thing, where we were like trying to make it look as though we had like a yeah. big family and we were taking packages, to, but <laughs> yeah. but we didn't actually have any. And all I had were pizza bags from when I used to work at a pizza delivery thing. So we were like, if we carry those in the neighbor because the neighbors were always looking out the window anytime we walked in and out. So we were like mm, packages. So that was like the joke on Christmas for 20 years up until my father's passing. So, yes. but that's a, good that's, a good, that's a good memory to have for Christmas and James Bond. Absolutely. And so this one, it's funny to me. Who's he? Who's he? <laughs> like, you wouldn't even just assume that that's him. <laughs> well, he doesn't say his name, but he does say, like, yeah, you're, if, if he says, if, so this guy Dryden had some shady dealings going on on the side and, and whatever, and, and M sent James Bond to take him out, but he's never killed anyone yet. And so, like, or so he thinks. So he thinks, right, because he did just kill his contact in the bathroom. But you only you only see that through flashbacks. So it's like a weird thing because this is a flashback and it's in black and white. Then they go to like another flashback. And it's, and like, it's like, like high contrast, man. grainy black and white. Yeah, it's really it's cool. Like, it's like taken with the, the reverse selfie camera on the iPhone 4. You know, <laughs> how grainy it is. And you need but two confirmed great. kills to be double O agent. So like that wraps up the two. And then at the end yeah. of the credits, it even like you know shows it kind of like in real time, like double O status right. confirmed, like on the computer. But I love it when he's talking about when he's talking about because like the guy takes out his gun, he's about to shoot Bond. Of course, there's no bullets in it. There's no the yeah, clip the is like he's like, well, you know, because I'm the head of station, whatever I am, you know, yeah. I, I, you know, I know this, and you don't know a thing about me. And yeah, and he's he like, says well, we never got to me. know each other, and he's yeah. I know where I keep your gun, which is really funny because it literally was just in the drawer. It wasn't really hidden. Maybe you walked in the office and opened the drawer, you'd be like, oh, there's this gun. I'll just take the clip out. He's like, thank God that setup was made for me. I can now make (laughs) a clip. I can make a joke, which he doesn't make a lot of jokes. He has some lines. You're being very disappointed that he was like, he's like, what? Shoots him in with a nail gun. Nope. No, nailed him. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I was expecting something else. In retrospect, I, I appreciate it. At the time, I think yeah. I was hoping. But I do love the scene, and I love, and I actually, when he says, when Dryden realizes that his time is up, and he's like, well, and he's like, you already killed the other guy? And he's like, how did, how did it go? He's like, not well. I like that line, too. And then when he shoots him, and he's in mid-sentence, because he's like, oh, don't worry. The second one is a lot, and... I guess he was going to say easier or whatever. Yeah, I, but he think, just... I think in the commercials, they actually played the line where he's like, your second kill is easier, but they they didn't do that in the film. I could be wrong, but... Uh, it's better. And then, yeah, But better. I actually say that to myself and stuff a lot when I say, yes, considerably. I like to say that. I don't know. It's a fun line to say. And then we go right into Chris Cornell. And uh, uh, I'm not going to lie. I love this song too. I, I love this opening. I mean, it's got a little bit of a Virtua Fighter feel to it. Um, less naked or semi-naked women. Yeah, no naked women. But uh, he's not really—that's not really part of his shtick yet, I guess. No. Not... But but I mean the the gambling and card graphics and iconography—it's all—it's all fantastic. The song's and, fantastic. And also I love the, the um, John, I think you'd appreciate that—the carryover of the like simple Helvetica like type space <laughs> instead of like a big like three yes. logo thing. Or yeah, they didn't you know, use like, the serpentine font or whatever it was. Yeah, they kind of made it look just like the old movies did in a way. 
and they had like the um the fractal cards and, and yeah. like, cool animation it's, uh, and, um, it's really cool yeah. daniel kleinman who did like the brosnan uh you know opening credits who was uh, like he got his start in music videos so like the this was like a, a natural progression for him and it's fantastic i think it's one of the best bond openings of all time i like uh, the song yeah. i don't love the song but that's like just i don't like i i, I don't hate took it to the song immediately i bought Ooh. it on itunes wow i, I sung it <laughs> i have sung at karaoke that's impressive it's not yeah. it's kind of a tough and there's no easy tough. words to remember. It's not you like Casino Royale. Yeah, right. <laughs> you have to sing it early in the night. And that, like, there was this guy that used to like I I did it because there was used to be this guy where we would go that was always singing like James Bond. He was like singing like Thunderball, and uh, I don't know what else. I just remember him singing Thunderball. But I know he did more than one Bond song. So I was like, I'll go up there and sing that. And he was very impressed with me. That's good. There yeah. you go. Not, you know, not that it that's really cares this about. guy that I don't really even know, you know, but I was no, like... That's what karaoke little... is, yeah. impressing people in the bar that you don't know. Yes. All the, <laughs> the whole thing is built on that. Yes. But then we, we go into another... Well, first we meet Le Chief, uh, Mads Mikkelsen. Oh, my God. So I love Mads Mikkelsen. This I know. Me too. This is, this is Elder. If, like, if I was to just disappear and Mads Mikkelsen took my place... I don't think she would be upset. I think yeah, she if, if he was Hannibal Lecter, he, he ate you or something, mm. you know, yeah. like she would be, be okay like, with that. She'd be like, yeah. that's fine. Now I'll get sure, the, still I'll, in I'll there get, somewhere. I'll collect the life insurance policy he has on, you know. Yeah. Let's have a nice breakfast. He, uh, he's great in Hannibal. And we're watching that right now. And like, it, it, he just, you really should has be doing like a podcast bad... and not watching at the same time sir <laughs> i'm watching the movie right now actually on an ipad it's playing in the background but um yeah mads mickelson is he's like super creepy the drippy fucking blood thing is cool like yeah. it's very it, bold yeah apparently that's a real story. condition I, I forget what it's called i couldn't pronounce it even if it's like hey i don't know it but it's very rare and yeah poor guy has got to deal with it but we we learned that he likes poker and he knows I have something to add. Uh, I, I, have a I have a question. I was listening to the audiobook, which is kind of a tough listen because, like, Fleming just kind of goes off on the in World War II, he was, but one of they were describing the <laughs> yeah. and one they were like, you know, he's like, he, he, he could, he's master of driving fast cars, and, you know, he, he's got the, uh, he's, he, he needs an inhaler. He's flatulent. <laughs> so. I can't yeah. unthink that now. After, after <laughs> that's funny because I decided to revisit the audiobook too. I, I like that the story is not exactly the same, but it's pretty much well based on the on the book. Which, you know, it's cool. Yeah, that's what the part where she farts all the time. She no, it must be tough to sit next to at a poker table. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, whatever. So we meet the she. I just want to say that because... <laughs> I called. So, but the scene after the scene in the, where is that? Is that Mbaka or what? Mbaka yeah. is the guy from Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, where are they? I forget. I forget. I don't have, I don't have my notes in front of me. Uh, anyway, but it's one but of yeah. the most it's one of the most crazy craziest action scenes you'll ever see. Like, well, I'd it, like to 
go back for one second. I'm sorry, it's Madagascar. I'm sorry. Anyway, go oh, ahead. Oh, yeah, I thought we were still talking about the rainy place because you've got you've got the um the like this whole setup for the movie is the the resistance guy whose name I don't know. You mean Mr. White? That guy? No, the other guy. Obano? Yes. And so Mr. White is the one introducing the two. And yes. it's like, how do I know that, you know, I can trust this guy with my money? And he's like, I'm just, I'm just doing the thing. And then they agree. He's like, yeah, take my money. He's going to. And then he calls his investment guy and says, bet against the sky plane. Sky fleet. I want to keep calling it Skyfall. But, yeah. <laughs> sky fleet. He's yes. like, you're betting against the thing. And he's like, just do it. And then hangs up, which is right. what I do with my, my broker. Yeah, you're shorted. shorted. Just do it. That's why. Yeah, that's why none of us have any money because we all just do that. Yeah, we, we keep like, betting against the things. Well, like eventually it's got to break, right? It's got to go my way. So yeah, uh, I guess bet I bet against the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> <laughs> Ten thousand. I feel like uh, we should mention Lashif is sort of a banker to the to terrorists. Yeah, banker to the stars. Yeah, back into the stars. But what he's stars. doing is he's taking their money and then he's gambling with it, which is uh, what's going to get him in trouble. But he also is playing the stock markets, too. So he's, he's he's the most evil banker you can imagine. What a jerk. And, and bankers aren't nice. That's Just true. Nature. He's pretty bad. Pretty uh, bad. All right, so it's in Madagascar, Bond. I, I love this. There's this weird, like, we're not going to go through the whole plot, first of all, because this is a two-and-a-half-hour movie. But so I love that so there's a snake and a – what is that thing? Some kind of, like, meerkat or something fighting? Mongoose. It's a mongoose? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah, I pictured a mongoose to actually be a goose. But there you go. Huh. All right. I, I Yeah. What a great – and people are, like, like yeah, betting on this, size. like – these two animals fighting. It's like a cockfight, except it's a mongoose and, a, and like, a rattlesnake. It's, it's not on Pornhub. <laughs> very good hey oh, good night thank you everybody but i love this like they're they're tracking down this bomb maker guy um and Mo- molaka is his name but anyway i love that the, the young agent guy is sort of like oh he's coming at me and bond is like quit yeah, cupping your pressing, ear <laughs> the, the, his earpiece because he can't hear it, and he's like, "Yeah, quit, stop touching and, your ear." And, yeah, that's, and then the uh, guy like looks right at him. That's when right. Mo Rocca, um, Mo Rocca, <laughs> <laughs> from NPR. Sees him, and then he, yeah, uh, yeah thank you, thank you. Uh, and that's when he he sees him and he bolts, and then the dude falls down, fires off his gun, everybody runs away, and then yeah. Bond's then yeah, the and Bond is like, "Put it, put your gun away too." Like, uh, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah he like, I need him alive. You need him alive. Which, I guess he really doesn't. Well, that shows you that 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 time, you know, like the situation changed. But this is the most ridiculous thing. I remember when I first saw this with you, John. Yes. That this watching this guy. So this guy who's playing Molaka is not an actor. He's been in a couple things since this, but he's a just a parkour, and he apparently one of the, one of the started guys. this thing called free running. Yeah. So oh, yeah. he's just it's a super a- athlete. And God, like I thought that there was the storyline was going to be some sort of super soldier type thing, like Captain America, because this guy is all over the place. <laughs> they climb way up on that that crane thing. Yeah, it's insane. Apparently, they did that like in one take. 
Wow. Where they just jump from the crane down to the building. I don't not not Daniel Craig, but oh, I, I mean we did that on Darth of the Firestarter. So it's not like that big of a deal. It's true, but we, we took a couple takes, you know. Yeah. Um, but this is the like I have the riff tracks of this, and I remember when Malaka like slides up through the thing, and then Bond smashes through the drywall, right. and the like the line was Bond yeah. smash, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's great because it shows you like this is Daniel Craig Bond, like yeah. No, more... immediately you can see the difference between yeah. as much as I love my my dear. My dear Pierce, like this is like the tough bond, uh, like because everybody was on Daniel yeah, Craig. He's yeah. like, oh, even Durson in his email when we were going to see it was like, we're going to go see that fugly bond. And I was with him. I was like, yeah, yeah I'm going to go visit uh, CraigNotBond.com. Like I like I didn't think he was any good either. But let's, like, in the first couple of minutes, I was like, no, this guy's awesome. He's and, Yeah, I mean, it's a completely different take yeah. on it. And it's it's. It's um, it's um, it's great. Like, and I, I admit, I it took me a little while to come around, but oh man, I I, I was a little longer Richard than you. Ryan you were still two hasn't come around yet, so it's amazing. He's so good in the seat. He finally catches the guy, and then like he's about they, to. Well, the constructions. I want to say something about the building that they're in. They use this as a location in Thunderball, this hotel that was under construction, and then they stopped, and then they used it again as like a camera platform for the Spy Who Loved Me. Um, and then while they were working wow. out the script for this, Peter Lamont, who recently passed away, the art director, hmm. was like, I wonder if that like half-built hotel is still available that we could use as a <laughs> construction site. And it was. So wow. th they wow. said that now now it's like part of like a military base or something like that. But now? Now. now but, uh, but, I mean, I was sitting there for like 35 years. On, you That's know, Then they just kept going back and using it. That's rebonding cool. the hotel. Clay, you're on your game tonight. Anyway, whatever. He he ends up having to shoot the guy, and then he blows up. Well, he the goes guy. into the he goes into the the um a fake. It's not a real country. It's the uh, you know the um what is it? That he goes into. Yeah. Uh, why can't embassy. I think of the word of it? Yes, embassy. I wanted to give. Yeah, it's I, like I, not like, a real country. It's like yeah. Latin but he does like he, I I like the score at this part too, where he comes in. He, bashes him in the head and grabs him, drags him outside. He does not shoot any of the guys that work there because they're not bad guys. And yeah, um just wants this one guy. Yeah. Grabs the gun from the from the dude's office and then they're like, yeah. hey, you got no place to go. They surround him and he surrenders his gun, but grabs his own and shoots him and blows up the place. Still shoots the guy and then shoots like the gas the yeah, you know the, the like yeah. propane tank. He just happens to have a lot of those around. He blows up a lot of stuff with just like a couple bullets <laughs> in this movie. It's pretty great. Well, do you and then he takes the phone, though. Our, that lived in our neighborhood who had a prote propane explosion. Their house exploded. No way. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Um, back in North Dakota, across the street from the Burke's house. <laughs> was but Daniel Craig there? Is that no, I, uh, this might have been post-Daniel Craig. Oh. <laughs> was it post-Daniel Craig? Or <laughs> I don't remember when it happened, but... We'll talk about that later. But um, this is where James Bond, uh, this James Bond, this is where they start to build a character because character. he gets reprimanded by M because he shot well, the guy. He, also, he goes through the guy's bag. I'm yeah. sorry, I, like we're like we're not gonna go through this plot point, but no, I we keep might. Doing it. We this is well. I think you have to go at least to this part because this yeah. is kind of like the he goes through, he very goes beginning. The sees, right. sees there's a bomb in in this guy's bag. And he's like, okay, I'll just put that off to the side. And then yeah. sees he's got a cell phone and then sees that he had 
a message that said ellipsis. Right. And hmm, what's that? What's that mean? Hmm. I love his 2006 cell phone too. It's very. Uh, yeah. But hey, that's what we all. I it thought that had GPS on it back then. So anyway, yeah, but you're right, Clay. She, he does get reprimanded by M. I think the all about I his say ego right in this movie. That's the thing. That's how they build the character is getting yeah. his ego well, out the of the way. M, as far as like Judy Dench and Daniel Craig, that they have the best. They are. They're fantastic together. And even though it's a reboot, we have somebody from the previous boot. I mean, it's just kind of awesome. They were like, she's so great. Like, just have her be M. Why would we change it, you know? And it's so perfect. Of course. Of course. But I think she, nothing against her and Pierce Brosnan had, it was fine. I think they were great, too. I think her and Pierce were great, too. Right. but, But they develop Bond and M more in the Craig movies than they did in the Brosnan movies. There's and a yeah, I know. More, I, they these have movies the are a little bit more serious too, like in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, it, this movie was overall. sort of a response to the over-the-topness of Die Another Day. Yeah. Oh. They were like, "We gotta make this." They're like, "Look, it, that movie was bad." <laughs> <laughs> and 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 John never says that about Bond movies. He was it's always true, he does. the Bond sex pizza thing, where it's like, "Yeah, no, this." I mean, there were things to like in it, but after. After doing that podcast, I was like, wow, I can't believe how much I really don't like this one. Mm-hmm. But this one, I love it. Yeah. I love the it. Complete opposite of uh, yeah. of that one, uh, I think. Yeah. So Bond starts looking around. What's up with this ellipsis? Who is this guy doing business with? You know, because she's all like, one bomb maker. That's what well, she said. Yeah, I'd like to point out that he breaks into her apartment and is using her yeah. computer to do all this. Yeah, he logs into her computer. He yeah. knows her name, which is also yeah. kind of like a, woo, you know, like, you know M's name. And it actually begins with M. <laughs> it's kind of funny. And she's like, don't say another word. Like, yeah, oh, if you do, I, or I'll have you killed. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't know M stood for it. Don't you do it. Don't they do it. actually say, well, like, not her, but M's name in other movies. Um, huh. I mean, they say it in, when Rafe finds is M, but even when bernard lee like they call him by his name in the spy who love me it's funny because it's because like i think the first time because sometimes they call her mom right yeah, yeah. it's like a british thing. Oh, they say always... like they say ma'am and it sounds like mom it's like right like the respectful mom, i guess but i, I always want i'm like wait are they saying what are they saying are they saying her name albert finney keeps calling her emma in Skyfall, because he's like, here, this is Bond introduces this is M, so he's figuring it's short for Emma. Huh. So he's like, come on, Emma, let's go out here now. <laughs> but that's for a future podcast. So podcast. Uh, Bond, leaves, Bond leaves the laptop just open enough so that M can see that he's onto something when she's like, get out of here. Yeah. Come on. You people should be kissing our balls. You fucking people. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You are the ball lickers. So he goes down to <laughs> uh, I, Miami, right? But no, he goes Wait. to the Bahamas. Oh, I'm sorry, the Bahamas. It, but in between these scenes, uh, we see Lashif playing poker on his boat. Mm-hmm. And then that's when they find out that the bomb, Moraka, was killed. And then he's <laughs> like, right. kick everybody off the boat or, you know, like get every 10 minutes to leave or we, or we throw them off. The Asian woman playing poker in in that scene, who will also be at Casino Royale, 
is the same Asian woman from You Only Live Twice at the, in the pre-credit sequence that presses the bed that Connery's in that flips up and then the guys come running in and they shoot him in the back. Wow. So, same lady. How about they, that? It, there'll be one more cameo from a, from a Connery Bond coming All right. All right. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll wait till we get connections. there. So, so Bond heads down to Nassau mm. and gets in his awesome like Ford Escort or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> it's like the not it's the not the total not James car. Bond car. Yeah. When I used to have the uh, Lincoln Continental, Guitar Boy used to refer to it as the James Bond car because that's what Timothy Dalton drove in um, oh. License to Kill. Oh, that Guitar Boy knew his cars, I guess. Yeah, I'll tell you what. So he, I, I like this. So he gets the Aston Martin is the is basically the thing that I took out of this. Like he wins yeah. it in the poker game, which is yeah, awesome. Yeah, so he gets down there and yeah. Is like because he, he was able to through the phone plug the chip into the computer and figure out exactly in the parking lot where the guy sent the text from that said the ellipsis. From, yeah. 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 I, I mean, I don't know. Whatever. I don't even know if you could do that with today technology, but I'm willing to go with it. Um, sure. Yeah, time before when, smartphones, like just before smartphones. Just before. Right. And in the poker game where he wins the Aston Martin against the guy with the weird hair whose name I can't remember. Alex Dimitrios. Yes. Yes. And his sexy lady friend who was on yeah. the who was on the horse when Daniel Craig does the come out of the water looking all like um Ursula Andrus. All right. I have a question. I question. there was something I read online that that wasn't planned at all. And that he wasn't supposed to do that. It was just the way the tide and the water, like, sort of, well, he wasn't supposed to, he was supposed to just be floating and watching her. But because of the, I don't know if this is true. And this could be, not, you know, it's the internet, so whatever. But, like, supposedly he wasn't supposed to get out of the water. Because he's like only that. in, like, ankle deep water. <laughs> right. It's kind of weird. So it's something, maybe there was like a sandbar or something. But I mean, he does, he comes out looking like Ursula Andrews and like Halle Berry. Like they kind of do send us the whole except, thing. Except topless. Well, yeah. He, it, you can was, see he's 20 pounds of muscle that he apparently yeah, that added. That's the thing that, that turned everybody around. Paparazzi pictures of him coming out of the water all hunky. Everybody's like, to, yeah. they're like, hunky bond. This guy's, this guy's awesome. I, he's not, he's not lame like we were all saying before. He is ripped. I mean, he looks. I remember I was living with your sister at the time, John, and she was like, "Oh, oh my!" I don't. She didn't say that exactly, but she was impressed. Yeah. But uh, uh, I know how it is. I used to be awesome too. When I came out of the water, people would do that. <laughs> Girls at the gym would tell me I was awesome. Right. That's where we got the awesome. Yeah. But I mean, but in all seriousness, Daniel Craig looks awesome, and he has been awesome. He packed it on for this. He, role. he wasn't like. A fat, like lumpy guy before that. I mean, no, if you've like, seen pictures of him before but, that, he was still no. pretty toned. But he was a rugby, was, semi-professional rugby player, apparently. Yeah, but rugby's that, not he's a an real athlete, sport, so that's not true. I think, okay, <laughs> <laughs> not real sport. Anyway, he looks good. He comes out. Yeah, he's all. He's in his speedo. He looks at the lady on the horse. Speedo. It's just a short. I know. Just short mean, shorts. Short shorts. The, the one that Durson is imagining <laughs> is just a little bit smaller than the one that's on screen. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. It's no, no judgments here. So when he when he plays the poker game against Demetrius, 
the, yeah. one of the women, I think she might have red hair, is a poker player. I don't think she has any lines, but she was in Thunderball when oh. Connery is trying to get away from uh, uh, Fiona Volpe. And uh, it's like in this parade sequence. And uh, so then he starts dancing with this woman. She's like, oh, my God, you're mad. And then the bad guy lady, Volpe, was like was like holding the gun to him, like to his back. And she's like, may I cut in? And then the woman, the woman's like, you didn't tell me your wife was here. So it's the same woman from that scene. How about that? Like Another Parker. Bond cameo. Yeah. Bond girl cameo, I guess. I have a total useless uh, fact that's totally James Bond nerd stuff. Dimitris Some knowledge is, on it. Uh, Key Rings is 53, and this book was published in 50, 1953, and it was 53 years after the book was published that this movie came out, too. So oh, I like that. There's a reason for that. That's like the 42 of of James Bond. It's 53. Exactly, 53. <laughs> it's pretty funny. So, like, uh, At 11. Yeah, Demetrius is, is not a very, I don't know, I, I don't. I'm not a great poker player, of course, but he seems like he's a very bad better. Like he just, he's, he, you know, he's trying to bet the everything. He goes all in and he wants to write a check. The dealer's like, only what's on no the dice. table. <laughs> yeah, <right>. No <laughs> dice. But like, you know, and he's like, okay, my car keys are on the table. Yeah, like he's like, losing big. Give him a chance to win his money back. I love then, that line. Please give him a chance to win his money back. Because like he, Bond is obviously just like this fucking guy. <laughs> like he's for for a very short time, I knew how to play poker. Me and Mrs. Elder knew how to play poker. We had a friend that was big into like non-sports sports kind of like competition stuff. He, he was like <laughs> awesome at bowling, and awesome at poker, and awesome at pool. You know, all the thing, all the thing. I was like, if come on, let's go play a real sport. I'll show you that I'm actually good at something. So we did. We went <laughs> and played like, uh, like some sort of, not really a poker tournament, but it kind of was. Oh. And um, and <laughs> like I had to go first. I was like, oh, really? I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. Somehow I managed to get through it, like kind of okayish. But Mrs. Elder was like right there to the end. It was her and this other guy, and like, oh. eventually she lost. But the guy was like, don't ever learn how to bet because, oh, my God, he was very well, impressed with her poker playing skills. That's nice. I mean, I bet she has a good face, like a good poker face. You know, I mean, but she doesn't play her, you know, not like Le Chief, who can who has yeah. to tell. So he's like scratching his eye. No wonder. Right. It's anyway, but it's funny. And my favorite line of this whole thing is when he wins the Bond wins and he wins the car and he says, "Oh, and the valet ticket." That's my favorite. <laughs> I mean, that is such a an amazing fuck you to it's the kind of like a curb your enthusiasm yeah. almost. It is. It's such a great thing because like he lost his car and Bond doesn't. He's like, "Well, I can't get the car out of the lot without the valet ticket." So there you go. I mean, it's brilliant. It's so good. That actually did make me like Daniel Craig like ten times more than like yeah. anything else that had happened so far. So good. Okay. And then he fucks his wife. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, she is gorgeous. She's very, very pretty. Yes. Uh, what's her? I forget her name now. I had it down here. It's gone. Lady Sexy, I think. Lady Sexy is apparently her name. Yes. Whenever she's, I see Demetrius, I just am like, oh, it's the Harpo Marx guy. He's really <laughs> ugly. I have to say, <laughs> I don't say yeah, that no, about like he married up people, but yeah. I, Katrina, I'm sorry, Katarina 
Barino is her name. But uh, that, that dress she is wearing. Hubba hubba. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, like most women in James Bond movies, she doesn't last very long. She's. Well, we'll get to that part. Okay. Because then, like, he goes, yeah, he goes to get his Aston Martin, and she's about to get in it, and she's like, and then he gets in it, and she's like, yeah. oh, I'm so upset. He's like, come on back to my place. She's like, is it far? He's like, no. And then they just drive around the circle and right. go right back it. into the place. So there's a, but here's the part that I, I don't quite get, right? So they're they're making out on the floor of his place, and she's talking mm-hmm. about, oh, why do I always fall for bad men and all this, whatever, whatever, whatever. And he's going to be out. He's not going to be around all night. So, okay, they, they got that. And he orders room service, right? And he orders oh. for one. Does that mean, like, I'm just going to give her those no. oysters and I'm out of here? Or is no, it no, no, no. He's, he's getting it for he's, her so he can go to yeah. Miami. He's, that's he's what open. I'm saying. Is that yeah. what happened? Yeah. That's what happened. Huh. Like, so he's out. Yeah. yeah no, that, I mean, like, that's Mrs. El- that's, this is one of Mrs. Elder's favorite scenes to quote. Like, she quotes this movie. She loves this movie. And, uh, nice. yeah, she's like, yeah, no, no, for one. She, like, while we're watching it, was, like, quoting it, so... So he did have sex with her, though, right? No, they never got no, he ne- No, he never had got around to it. <laughs> he bought her room service and, and just got out of there? Like, what's it was yeah. his room. It's go. his room. So yeah, he called it, in the, the room service. I know, but he still paid. I'm just, I'm pay, whatever, he just won $1,000. It's a right, business expense. It's on his business and he, he doesn't want to... Uh, <laughs> he wants to go take care of this fucking guy, but he want, doesn't want to be like, um, you know, I, I'm a yeah, here's, yeah, he's like a different I'm, kind I'm of bond. Behind. He's like, I'm blowing right. you off, but here's some champagne, you know, to but I mean, and like, caviar. and beluga caviar, well, caviar, and caviar making a bigger him. deal out of it than it is. That the joke is that he's like, this bond is different. He's gonna go get the guy instead of fuck the lady, you know. Oh, yeah. Roger Moore no, would have been like, well. I love right. it. Right. Roger Moore definitely would have just in. been like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a woman. All three of us will have some caviar, if you know what I mean. Mm. All right, all right, all right. I, I was just making sure yeah, that I got right. that. Right. That I understood what happened there. It wasn't that I... I see why you're, you were confused, because it took me a minute when I first watched it. Yeah. Uh, in fact, as a, some t- I have a very similar outfit to what he wears in this in this scene. And uh, when Mrs. When I first tried it on, Mrs. Elder was like, well, you're looking real good. And she came over and gave me a big hug and kiss. And I was like, what makes your husband a bad man? <laughs> and then the rest is private. I cannot talk about that on a podcast. Wow. Say no more. Yeah, How really? many caviar uh, did you get delivered that night? <laughs> <laughs> and then Derson called said, I'm around to go golfing. Let's get you. I'll meet you at the driving range. So I was like, no, yeah, caviar for one. Bye. Yeah, for one. No, for, <laughs> for one. He does say it in that like kind of like me. He's like, yeah, because he's like, what? No, for one. Yeah. I guess you're right. If you look at it that way, he's not just gonna like screw her just to screw her because he because he can because he's trying to get to. Because she even says, I think you you want to sleep with me just to get to my husband. Yeah. And the bond is honest. He said yeah. yes. He's like, so, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't hurt that you're like smoking gorgeous. You know? <laughs> Anyways, so Dimitri, he does catch up to Demetrius. Somehow. Demetrius, yeah, somehow. Whatever. Demetrius tries to stab him, but this is James Bond we're talking about here. And Yeah, this is when they go to the skinless 
people exhibit. Right. I was just going to bring that up. Yes, the skinless people. And then uh, Bond stabs him instead. And I love the little Well, doesn't face. Doesn't he leave like a like a little thing on the poker chips or something of skinless people playing cards? Yeah, I think that's another, maybe that's the thing another, that says fifty three. Is, like yeah, is, is it? Yeah, is it? It's a coat check. It's the coat check for the bag with the stuff in it, the money or the bomb. What is well, there is a bomb involved. Yeah. You're right. There is so a and the it, bomb that yeah. that he brings with him to the the naked bodies exhibit coat check and he gets the thing and says fifty three. That's where the fifty three was. And that 53, you're right, it's like 42. It just keeps coming back. Crazy. But that's the end of Demetrius, it's just unfortunately. But, oh, unfortunately, who cares? He's yeah, not unfortunately. Who cares? Right yeah. there. Like I but said. there's another guy that Demetrius was supposed to be meeting up with. and um, He looks like they, they look like they could be related. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> he, you know, he reminds me of the guy that played the polka dot dude. In, oh, yeah. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Yeah. And also, and also, he was like the guy that was gonna kill Commissioner Gordon in the Dark Knight. The Suicide Squad dude and the guy is those are the same guy. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm guy. saying. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. We find out what Ellipsis was all about because that's how he gets into the like yeah, that's the code the, you the have to punch code. in to get into right. the security. It's a long ass code, isn't it? Why wouldn't it just be like your birthday or something? Ellipsis? That's a long word. Oh, whatever. Birthday is it going to be? <laughs> 53. 53, right. It could just be 53. Twice. How about that? 535. Whatever. There's a big fight scene here in the in the airport or in, uh, out on the, the tarmac, I guess. It, it, this yeah. is like, I, I watched the video. Because they're going, they're going to unveil the Skyfall. Fleet. Fleet. <laughs> I know you did that on purpose. I did, and this this scene reminds me of the scene in Raiders of the Lost Ark, where with the truck. Yeah, this is Real like cool. most action movies finales are as cool as this. This is yeah, a this was fight. like a, a train Middle. fight, um, but a James Bond train fight, car fight, oh. truck fight, Multiple truck, vehicles. car, plane. I mean, they, they, we get it all in here. Bomb. How this gas truck does not explode is completely beyond. So they're trying to blow up Skyfall. It's actually a, it's actually a water truck. It's full of oh, purified oh. water. I thought it was a water truck. <laughs> so they're, they're, good. they're trying to blow up Skyfall because the chief... <laughs> you doing that on purpose? <laughs> I did that on purpose. Because the chief, you know, bet against the stock. Yeah, and like, yeah. He so bet. he's got, like, he's like, this dude's got the little detonator thing and he hooks it underneath the the truck and he's going to drive the truck into the plane right yeah it's the plan yeah, and he like yeah. you know he like and bond is trying to stop this and he's got like the thing all well, like, he's like he, and he calls m up and he's like hey the you know and then he's like i'll call you back and then she calls back and she's like they're unveiling the skyfall tonight and he's like i gotta go stop this why doesn't anyone call the police <laughs> You know, <laughs> there's no law enforcement whatsoever point. until like the end. And well, until the they're, like they're chasing it, and then one of the police cars gets blown away by one of the, the jet. jet I know. That's they're, yeah, cool. they're with Bond. That's uh, apparently that's done for real. It's not a, a CG thing. Like it was like, you know, they yanked it on some wire. They did this. I think they did this on Mythbusters to see if it was true or not. If a jet engine would blow. Yeah, a car. It, it, it won't. <laughs> but I mean, because you know they don't. It, it just. But. It would just you'd probably move slightly. 
Yeah, they would be like, whoa, that was whew, close. Okay, but that was, um, it was windy. Yeah. And what it's still cool. Maybe the Sky Fleet is way better. Maybe the Sky Fleet is an yeah. awesome. I don't think they way. have like afterburners, which is why it's not possible for that to happen. But I could be mm. wrong. I recognize their slimy contrail anyway. <laughs> so there's a great moment. So Bond, you know, it, it's after the tussling and the fighting. Bond gets the detonator, and like you don't see this happen. The guy's about to detonate the thing. And he yeah, the he's like hanging outside of the truck, sees it hanging below there. You don't see right. him. What you don't see Bond there. grab the thing or whatever, but Bond is getting arrested by the cops, which finally have showed up, as you pointed out. And the guy's like, hey, 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 and he's going to detonate the bomb. And he hears the beeping and he looks down and it's on his belt. And you don't see like, him blow up. No, yeah. You see really. Bond's reaction. Yeah. Which you is hear like an explosion and like a flash across yeah. his face. And then and you just, see Daniel he Craig like, kind of smirking. Yeah. Really? I remember getting a, a a thrill out of that the first time I saw it. License to thrill. Ooh, very Day. So all this is happening. Now we actually kind of finally get into the story of the movie. Yeah, this is like, like four hours is, into it. All of that was preamble. <laughs> this is crazy. Like, that's all build up. The plane is taking <laughs> off, and it's about the hour mark, 55 minutes. Hmm. Too bad. Wow. Yeah, it should have been 53, right? Come on. So we find out Lashif is going to try to win his money back because he just took a bath on that Skyfleet thing. Yeah. And he's going to enter this poker tournament. Yeah, he started a high-stakes poker tournament, a casino royale with cheese. Yeah, with cheese. <laughs> when I was looking <laughs> back on this movie, like, thinking about it, I thought that all the poker scenes were all on the same, like, resort in Jamaica or whatever, but I, I come to realize after watching it recently, it's like three different locations where there's gambling in all of them. Yeah, this is Montenegro now, where they go and bond. Well, they get bonded. The two places. The first, the there was the Bahamas, right? The other place, and wherever where Jim's place. I don't know. Yeah, Tim's I think place. it's just places, right? Two two places. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, I guess place. the um, I guess yeah, where Demetrius? Where does he he gambles with him at? That was where he's staying was in, in the Bahamas. Bahamas. Okay, yeah. was in the Bahamas. Wherever wherever the sheep was earlier, I don't. I think he was just on his ship, but he could be. Oh, okay. I don't know where. That yes, is. technically, yes, that is three different places. Yeah, his yeah. yeah. Thank you for saving me on that one. <laughs> no prize. No prize. <laughs> Thurston should get it. I'll send it to Thurston. I no, I didn't. All right. All right. All right. So I. So they want to capture the chief. Well, first they want him to lose all his money, which is not because he's supplying all these terrorists. Really, then we meet Vesper Lind, Eva Green, who yeah. of course no accountant. Could just be like a frumpy old lady. You have if they work for MI6, then they gotta be. Hot, I wish right? I could remember what it says on her business card. It's like action force, you know, accountant team. It's, you know, it's something like totally ridiculous. I'm like, the, I gotta get that on a, you know, on a business card yeah. myself. Yeah, I don't forget. I don't remember what it says there either. Uh, I, I did read I, one thing. It said that that's like the address is actually like the address for you know, kind of like number 10 downing street or like their irs that's like the address for their irs 
That's interesting. I mean, so they have their like this. I don't want to say typical because this is like the reboot or whatever, but it is kind of like the oh, I'm you know, we're going tit for tat now. Me and James Bond, like the girl and James Bond, and she's a match for him. Hold on one second. I've got it right here. It's the Financial Action Task Force. (laughs) They have a task. (laughs) That's like when um, G.I. Joe was printed in the UK. It was called Action Force. Yeah, and if you would like to uh, send her an email, it's lind at thetreasury.gov.uk. Nice. I'm going to do that. She's an international liaison officer. She probably gets a lot of mail. She's pretty high up there. I actually think that this scene is wonderful. They're they're back Me and too. forth. I mean, it's a little like you know, a little too clever for what people would actually say. Where he where she's like, you know, how's your meat? And he's like skewered. One sympathizes, and then yeah. she asks about his watch, and he she's like, it's at a Rolex. He's like, it's an Amiga, and she's like, it's beautiful. And they're feeling each other out here. Where like where he's telling her poker isn't a game of chance it's figuring you know it's reading your opponent it's being and she's like well read me he's like you know you you dress masculine and it causes he does kind of like the sherlock on her yeah yeah then she does it back and she's right right about everything she's like you're 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 an orphan and you know you went to you the way you wear your suit with such disdain uh it says that you were there under someone else's dollar you know you didn't come up with in money you didn't yeah you didn't come from money, she says, I yeah. think, right? Yeah. Which we'll learn in the Spectre. That's right. No, I mean, absolutely. She's 100% right. Um, and it's it's great. But it is a lot of that, like, oh, women, James Bond and women, and they all, I mean, yeah. it's fine. It's a great I think scene. It's great. I think it's a great well, scene. Well, I won't poke any holes in it then. Never mind. I think it's that old. that was another, like, sort of realization I had, like, when I first first watched this movie. I thought that that dialogue was like really quick and snappy. Now I've seen that scene like it, a million times, it, and you can it's quote like it. Very, um, it's it's sort of Aaron Sorkin, it's sort of Kevin Smith, it's sort of Quentin Tarantino. You know, it it it's not natural. It's movie dialogue that's snappy. Sure, yeah, but right, right, it, and it's like, no, uh, oh, you're the money and every penny. It, like it was like everything I do like was quick. That. Yeah, it was very cool. I'm the the money, money I do like that line, every penny, which is like money penny. We don't have a money penny in this movie, but she's basically money penny. You know, she's she like pre. This is the prequel. You know, so you know. Yeah, there's no cue, no money penny. You know, it's it's fine, but um, no Desmond Llewellyn. No, no Desmond Llewellyn. The only actor that didn't put act with him or something was the fact I saw. Yeah, he was. That was the first Bond that didn't act with Desmond Llewellyn. Yeah. Oh, Desmond Llewellyn. Desmond Llewellyn, that great Avis rental car in the sky. (laughs) (laughs) I need to tell you, when we, if we do the more, like, Bond movies, the Desmond Llewellyn scenes in those are all more. All right. Let's do more. Lots more. Oh, anyway, you were saying, what about the Desmond? Is it Q? Q, yes. In the in, in the more movies in the mo- more movies yes he's it, he's it they're they are the best Q scenes I think the more All right. um I I don't where were we so they're on the plane yeah we meet Vesper they have a nice a back train. and forth mm-hmm. on a train not on a plane 
I don't know, I thought I was on a plane. Really? Yeah, they're what? on the train. They're facing right. each other, and she like gets up and goes the train. into the other car. In fact, I made like a Harry Potter joke because they always seem to be riding a train through <laughs> winding tracks in every Harry Potter movie. I think that's the ride uh, at Disney. That's how you get there. You have to take a train to get to Harry Potter. You have to go it's to true. the platform nine and a three. Yeah, you got to run through a thing. Clay is correct. All right, I forget uh, what the next scene was. Now I'm I was. I guess I was lost in Eva Green's eyes. Uh, <laughs> doesn't matter. She's so lovely in this. You know, in fact, I feel like the makeup people overdid the makeup on the ladies in this movie because the scene where they're where she's getting herself ready and Bond is like, "Hey, this tuxedo is tailored." It actually is playing she's, right now. She's <laughs> like not all made up, and I'm like, she looks even more beautiful. Oh, with, she like looks out. Great, yeah. She's very, she's very attractive. Uh, she apparently is a natural blonde. Dyed her hair because she thought the darker hair would suited her skin tone and everything. And she said, "I'll only dye it back for a movie." Isn't uh, I think she's a twin too. Oh, I didn't know that. That's pretty good. This is my. This is you know how people have a type. This is my type. Dark, huh. dark hair, features, nice red lipstick, popping like that. Mm. I think she's she's a she's on Penny Dreadful. She's been in a lot. Three hundred. As Bond Dreadful girls go, she's actually pretty successful. I thought she was Penny pretty good. Oh, very good. <laughs> Not Every dreadful penny. at all. But uh, yeah, she's she's great in this movie. She's great. In, she's great in that scene. I know. I I said, oh, the dialogue is blah blah blah. But I think she's great. I mean, I I have nothing bad to say about her. You can critique the dialogue. Do it. Are we here? I did. Yeah, I don't understand why we're doing this. If you're gonna say bad things about it, though. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything bad when once we get. You better not. Anyway. Um, yeah. Part, so they, they have that great scene though. As Good segue. We'll get to the scene where they're getting ready to go to the poker game. Yeah, so he wants her to wear this sexy dress, and he says, I want the people looking at you. And of course, as is typical James Bond fashion, they are supposed to be lovers. 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 Yes, she is hey, Stephanie Brodchest. Stephanie Brodchest. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like... <laughs> Andover I mean, that's a total piece. setup on a real Bond girl name, right? I yes. mean, it's yeah. hilarious. And she's like, no, I will not be Stephanie Brodgers. Like, she's really <laughs> upset. But um, he, 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 he gives her this dress. Into it. Yeah. And she's like, he's like, I want the other players to be distracted and blah, blah, blah. The cool thing. And then she, this, I did like this. She turns it back on him. She's like, oh, here's a jacket. There are, there are dinner jackets and there are dinner jackets and that, you know. And he does look good in his text. He, he's looking yeah, at himself. Because he's saying, he's like, the, what? this is tailored. She's like, I sized you up when we were on the train. Yeah. In more ways than one, apparently. Yeah, yeah because she's like, uh, I'll, I'll keep my eyes on the money and off your perfectly formed ass or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, you notice. So she must have been checking him out, at least, you know, when he stood up and stuff. So She's seen him walk around. You know, that wasn't just the first time she I saw think, it. I think every time that does, uh, I could be wrong, but I think he stands up all the time. That when she she comes into a room and leaves, he usually That's stands what a up. Proper English gentleman would do. You're right. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. What a guy. 
It's a Brioni, if anyone's interested. Uh, because... I'm not going to say anything for anything, but uh, I might own <laughs> a Brioni suit. I may, I may, in fact, own a Brioni suit due to James Bond. I may, in fact, own a Tom Ford design suit as well, but we'll get into that Very in well. the next. Do you have a Turnbull? Uh, I may music? have a Turnbull and Asser tie. Yeah. I may have two Brioni shirts. Okay. I may be a fucking studly motherfucker. You're trying to be. You guys are making Craig. me feel I hungry for like a, like a like a like a baroni and cheese sandwich. Uh, or so. <laughs> brioni. But <laughs> well, I'm like brioni. Oh, like Pierce okay. Brosnan was all dressed in brioni suits as well. So. Oh, um, okay. I, I was a know. fan. I was a fan of his of his style, uh, and Daniel Craig is mostly dressed in Tom Ford suits. Which I'm also a fan of that style. As Tom, as uh, Daniel Craig and I are only about an inch difference in our height. So, oh, interesting. All right, very, very well. good. But I do like that bit. I mean, the bit on the train, man. Eh, whatever. That's like James Bond stuff. But this stuff, when they're like you said, when they're getting ready, and he's got a sexy dress for her, and she's got a like a, a nice suit for him, and that's what like I like that. I like a lot. It's very good. That's definitely uh, a, a switcheroo, you know. Yeah, when you first saw I, that, you're exactly. like, Wow, wow. Yes. They're treating the treating the men, lady, and the lady differently. Not so stereotypically. <laughs> uh, apparently, all the players at the Casino Royale poker game were dressed in Brioni. Um, yeah, the um, the uh, the costume designer wardrobe lady was had a very good working relationship with Brioni. So she's like, she's like, it's like one of the few times that I would ask them to do something. They said they would do anything. And then they actually did. I think all of their suits were like, they didn't have to pay for them. They were all like for free. They were like, this is free advertising. Yeah. Yeah. And I when I put on that Brioni suit for the first time, I was like, you feel like whatever I posted on my thing where I was like, you son of a bitch, I'm in. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm in. Look at this. All in. You're yeah. all in. Right? Uh, yeah. So uh, they uh, they said that this is a uh, a white tie uh table, like for the, the dress code, and actually Le Chifre is breaking the rules by wearing a black shirt. I'd also this. like to point out that Daniel Craig is breaking tuxedo rules by not wearing a cummerbund. Mm. Uh, I mean, do you have to wear a cummerbund? Because he wears suspenders. It's part of the style. Yeah, he's got. I think he's got. I think the suspenders I mean, are fine. The other times I've worn a tux were to weddings and to prom, and I had a cummerbund. I probably uh, I had it on upside down and was catching our, crumbs I think in that, it. I think a cummerbund is supposed to like cover the fact that your white shirt is going to show through. You know, at the bottom of your jacket. I think that's the point of a cummerbund. I oh no! Red shirt Brian's wedding. Have I ever worn a cumber a cummerbund? Uh, I don't think I've well, ever I worn guess a doesn't he have a dinner jacket and a tuxedo tie? So it's a little bit something different that he's going for than to just like be wearing a tuxedo. I don't know. I've been to a casino before. No one was wearing tuxedos. No, they're all wearing like fucking like Tasmanian devil t-shirts and like they're drinking like Monster and they have like fucking like, like those blade sunglasses. Like, sunglass. They have like the pitcher sunglasses. I felt like an idiot. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's I guess when you go to like poker Flip-flops. games where it's like a hundred million dollar buy-in or whatever, you know, I was like, gonna... at, at the at the poker thing that I was at, 
no one was dressed in a tuxedo and it was at a pool hall. So, I mean, I guess that tells them. To I mean, last poker, I mean, I went through a poker game a few weeks ago and I would, you know, yeah, a t shirt and shorts. And I didn't I totally just, wear a Brioni tuxedo next time. What I should have worn was the dress that Vesper wear, because then people oh would be god. looking hey, at me and not you? looking at their cards. Which oh my like, god, you've got it. You figured out the secret to winning a poker. <laughs> <laughs> I picture you like Bugs Bunny and drag. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, with the big lips. <laughs> oh, I think we should start a YouTube series on how to win at poker, and it'll just be all ridiculous shit. Me dressed as Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Me dressed as Bugs Bunny dressed as a woman. Yes. That's like that's like six levels deep. <laughs> anyway, anyway, all right. So let's get to so the, the game. Um, well, yeah, he it's... introduces himself to... Um, oh, we have to meet... Because he was he broke his cover when he went in and checked into the hotel where he's like, uh, my name's Bond, but you'll find the reservation under Beach. And so mm-hmm. she comes up to him and says, like, hey, Mr. Beach, or is it Bond? I'm confused. And he's like, well, we wouldn't want that. And then walks away. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because uh, yeah, talk about Mathis as well. Yeah, we'll get to Mathis. Well, well one second. But I, Vesper says, "Oh, now he knows you're reckless," which is kind of an interesting thing because I think you would want your turn your uh, opponent in a poker tournament to think you're reckless, right? Because then you yeah, just that's good. That's good yeah, I think it's a good tactic. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Now we meet Mathis. Uh, so Johnny Mathis. Geom- <laughs> which I guess was okay. This Gio is Carlos something I. Meeting only read today was that he's like a frequent person in the novel yeah, but he wasn't really character. ever in the movie yeah whereas felix Leiter is uh always always around yeah i i like this guy i like this felix too. you mean mathis or felix yeah i like mathis. them both i like them both. I like felix i like them both uh but i like this mathis the watcher and uh yeah, he's he's all like, oh, you're the muscle. He's like, MI6 is run by uh, accountants, and I hate accountants. Oh, except you, sexy lady. Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> and that's and then that's he kind of eye rapes for a little bit there. Yeah, and that's when you they need to tell you how he's rated by everybody. I, I I'm not gonna say anything, but I may have masturbated to you when I was <laughs> several times. <laughs> I don't have to tell you to address you. I masturbated to you. <laughs> He's like the kind of guy that would like brush up against her, like his like dick up against her when she was walking into the room. He'd be like, "Oh, oh, sorry," you know. But he'd have like an erection, you know. He's totally creepy. I hate this guy. What are we talking about? You said we both just said we love him. We're like we like him a lot. Like now, now he's he's my favorite character. Now I'm like, wow, he's a total creeper and a (laughs) jerk. No, I mean that's how you know that's the. He's not that bad. He does. No, I'm kidding, of course. Yes. Kidding. He's. A, I, I enjoy him as a character. He's. He's funny. Right. You know. He'll be like this. Uh, you know. He'll. He makes little jokes. And he. He's also like the exposition guy during the yeah. poker games. He's like, I am. I was gonna say that. And, and also, he's also like, like oh, he, he, he this. controls the, the. Um. He controls like what's going on. Like, oh, you might run into a little bit of problem with the, with the sheriff here. He's like. So what I did was I called the deputy sheriff, <laughs> and then I had them attack them. And now he's arrested. And, with that, and that's Michael G. Wilson, the producer. That is the the police guy, the uh, the uh, sheriff that gets taken away. Oh yeah. All right. He's trying but, to eliminate some of the competition, yeah, basically. Which, at the time when we saw it, Durson's like Stan Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that at all. <laughs> 
That's pretty good. <laughs> Ain't you kids ever seen a spaceship before? <laughs> hey, it's me, Stanley. I'm getting arrested. I like the uh, so the, the poker game though is important for many reasons. For, this, for the first poker hand, I guess it's the movie. Well, <laughs> it's the movie. <laughs> but I mean, we get uh, we we meet Felix, like you said. Yeah, um, we meet him. Meet him. We don't really meet him, but we I mean, we him. he's playing. And I like you so, don't know that he's CIA yet. Right, you don't know who he is, but he, we know it's Jeffrey Wright who is like he seems like he's got something going on here. But I love Vesper walks in in her sexy dress, and he, she's supposed to enter where all the players can see her, but she's totally playing for Bond, and she's and he's like, I thought you were supposed to enter where everyone could see you, and he's she's like, Oh, was I? And all that. So he's the only one who's distracted. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's it's pretty like, funny. He's like, look, I'm not, I'm not saying nothing for nothing, but I'm totally masturbating to you under the poker table right now. <laughs> and he's like, what was the bet? Hundred thousand? Like they're betting a hundred thousand dollars, and he's just like, oh, that lady's hot. You know, like it's just, of course, you know, it's not that, funny. That's but. not going to give away your cover if you're like getting all like, Buh! with the lady you're supposed Going. to. Yeah. <laughs> And he does lose the hand, but it's interesting. So if you if you knew poker, which you said you do, you did. I mean, it's I interesting because he does only win the hand on that last card. So the chief is obviously bluffing because he does nothing. He has like a seven and a two or something like that, right? It's a, easily the worst poker hand you can get, or one of the worst poker. I don't know. There is categorically a worst poker hand, but I don't know yeah, what they when are. When they just give you the instructions and you turn it over, you're like, oh, oh. <laughs> the Joker? What the heck is this? Yeah, Not no, either. but uh, he's got a very bad hand, and only on the last card does he get the the full house, right? Or whatever it is. Yeah, I, I don't remember what it is. I don't remember that. But yeah, then, then Vesper is like annoyed that he lost. And he's like, we didn't, well, I didn't because I learned his tell. And he only won that on like the last hand there, so. Right, he said he had a 23% chance, which I really like that they, because earlier on in the movie, the chief had said something like, you have 17% chance of winning, or something like that. Like yeah, he kind his of told background it. is that he's an accountant, and he's like a super mind with math. He does really, like, that's why he's good at poker, is because he can figure yeah, out all this uh, stuff. And, and right. his tell is he is flatulent. So. <laughs> right. Yes, bad hand, he starts That's a pretty bad tell. I would think that if it was like, I think it's just pretty bad in general, but what a weird thing to put in there. Somehow we manages to win poker. (laughs) Everybody's like, oh, I fold, and they just run. (laughs) Somebody eating eggs? All right, I'm... <laughs> give me a martini so, with the one of those pickled eggs in it. I don't know, like I don't know what you call the guy that is like in charge. But he's got the little mustache and like the he's spiky like hair. A pit, pit boss but, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, but like like Bruce Campbell would play him if this was a Sam Raimi movie. Oh, totally right. He he has no role except to say, okay, we're gonna play, and now we're gonna stop for the while. And yeah, like, and the the Swiss banker who's actually like German, who was like, <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> Put in your password, and when you watch him put in his password, which is Vesper, he is not typing in Vesper. There's no like G or H or I in Vesper. Right. He's just like five three five three five three. Yeah, but but yeah, the the Swiss banker is sort of like he's almost like Kenneth on Thirty Rock. <laughs> <laughs> you could just like picture like hey, all, y'all. The, 
all these like characters like you could just like make Character. a perfect little mad magazine parody in your head of like all the different <laughs> right, how yeah. crazy people are let's the review cool that thing. next I'm, yeah we'll do that magazine parody <laughs> the cool thing though is he orders a he orders a drink but he doesn't at first he just says a vodka martini and then he says wait three i, I can't even remember what it is but he yeah, tells a bunch exactly whatever it is it's verbatim from the novel but apparently one of the ingredients is not one of the it's not around now it like changed in the 80s so if like you really couldn't make that the exact way he's saying to make it it's that one of the ingredients has changed since then and i like, think that the the orange rind or the i mean the lemon rind is i think that's like new to like spice it up so they can market like martinis and vodka to whatever brand is that they're promoting in this yeah you know? well i, I mean say, i i think martinis look great but they taste terrible well he he has a vodka martini i don't know there's different no, i different. am about vodka martinis i know you like vodka i'm vodka. drinking vodka tonight by the way i am as well just so you know i used to like my martinis like dirty and with like a ton of olives in them yeah, I liked them dirty too. I would just be like, more mud. Dirty? Oh, I like dirty. dry. I like it dry. I mean, I don't really drink martinis. I, I mean, I only got them at like fancy schmancy places. Like uh, when you was we, like an open bar and you're just like, oh, I'll have one of those. Yeah, I was like, that's when I, like I would have first Dad buying. Yeah. My dad's buying. <laughs> yeah, what? I'll have a lobster roll and a three martinis, please. My dad yeah. only buys the, the 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 liquor. He doesn't care about what I, uh, I was at I was at a, like a 35th anniversary party for the, my old job that I used to work at. Like they invited me to come down for the big celebration, and it was that the magazine that I used to work at, James Bond fan club magazine, and, uh, and so it was at this like hoity-toity uh, like restaurant. And the guy that owns the restaurant used to be on like evening magazine he was one of the hosts and stuff so i was getting martinis there and i was like these things look e amazing Evening right? magazine or pm magazine i think it was evening magazine i guess that was the one that was local to north dakota and not to the rest of the country um but yeah that was when i was i was really sucking down martinis despite the fact that i was like this is awful i'll have another but, yeah I mean, if I'm, I'm at an open bar, I'll just get straight scotch. But like, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll have a little, you know, in honor of James Bond, I'll have a, I'll have a, I'll have a vodka, not martini. Hey, I'm not James make Bond drinks plenty of scotch or bourbon or whatever. Brown party liquors. When he's, oh, yeah, like he's... Roger Moore doesn't even order vodka martinis for his first two movies because they were trying to differentiate him from Connery. Interesting. I do like so. I mean, it uh, apparently I don't know if this is true. I'm not a bartender, but apparently, like sometimes telling the bartender exactly how to make the drink is a little gauche. Mm. But whatever. And then, and then they're like, hmm, "I'm going to add my own ingredient. That's called a loogie." Yeah, exactly. exactly. But I, <laughs> I like think to, that maybe it's... though, if you're playing like a high-end poker game like this, you get to do that. You know what I mean? It's like I mean, it's part of right, your flex. Sure. Like, like the bartender's yeah, probably like, get whatever. whatever. As long as you tip me, I don't care. You can order whatever. <laughs> but I love it because then, like, a bunch of the other players go, "I'll have one of those. I'll have one of those." And I'll take one. And Felix Slater's like, "I don't want the. I don't want yeah, the. Hold the fruit." I love it. it says, "Keep the fruit." I love. It. <laughs> what a great way to say, "I don't want the lemon or whatever." Is it lemon? I guess. Like, Keep the fruit. But 
That's uh, like the first, not the first time. I mean, I don't know. That's the, is that him making the martini like that he? The that's icon, it. Icon? Yeah. That's the Vesper. Yeah. The Vesper, right? The I, have book. It, I have to come up with a name for this. Yeah. I'll call it the Dirty Ho. <laughs> I'll call it the Splatulent <laughs> Poker Player. <laughs> I'll call it the stinky bloody eye. Yeah, I I I never want to forget this night. He's like staring at at Vesper. Like I think I'm gonna call it the stinky bloody eye because his eye bleeds and he stinks because of the spark. He's always farting. <laughs> yeah, but he's like really looking deep into her eyes. <laughs> This has gone way off. I don't care. That's what makes this podcast amazing that no one listens to. <laughs> anyway. The cool, the cool thing is Lashif gets kind of upset. He's like, are we ready to play? Yeah. Like, I, I, uh, come on, on, guys. <laughs> guys, come on. We can play a game here or what? Like, he's like, I've been holding in these thoughts for like the last 35 minutes. <laughs> well, you're all ordering drinks. <laughs> That's that's a good that's a great moment and um, so is this where they they break and he puts like the tracking device and the sheep's uh, uh, like inhaler inhaler thing yeah, yeah. can I ask I a know. question I, I have a question I have a question the you. characters call him a different name. they call him the sheaf and the shifra I know is, I don't really I'm not sure I, how to like I don't know what it's is, how, it's like how good is your French basically yeah. right because I mean it's it's is it macabre or, or macabre <laughs> it's um it's it's kind of like i found it interesting that the dealer calls him monsieur le chiffre because you would think if he was french he would call him le chief the chief i don't know yeah. french but i have this in front of me the villain's name le chiffre is french phrase which translates to the cipher or the number or the AKA figure the farter <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, it's, <laughs> I don't think it matters that much, but I mean, yeah, if you were like night, really night. speaking French, you would say like, Le you know, oh, oh, so I am French after all. Right. But okay. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, well, that settles that kind yeah. of um, cipher. So they, they, he, he puts the thing in his, in his inhaler and Sheaf goes up to his room where he's. Ambushed, ambushed by, by terrorists. Yeah. Yeah. Whose name I don't remember now. There I don't no, no, I'm sorry. I don't have that one. I'm sorry. I'm the guy very... from the beginning. Yeah. The guy from the beginning. African American fellow, but he's not oh, American. Sure. So he would just be African, I guess. Because he's, he's stolen <laughs> all his, his money and gambled it away. Yeah. And... yeah. So he's like, oh, and he's got he's got his henchman dude with him and uh, like, They've got his girlfriend at like knife point or gunpoint or whatever, and he's like, "I'm gonna Four cut point. off your hand, but since uh, you need that to play, I'll cut off hers." And he's gonna go cut it, and then he stops, and he does, and sheep doesn't say anything. He's like, "You need a better boyfriend," because that guy didn't even say anything. And meanwhile, Bond and Vesper, <laughs> yeah. for some reason, are going up to the. I don't know what they're doing. They're going upstairs to listen, I guess. But do they? Because well, he's they got use the bug. The tracker? He's, he's got the bug. Yeah, but what I'm saying, he's got the bug. But couldn't he listen? Is it like you need to be like five feet away or something, or uh, or what? Yeah, I don't know. That's just cinematic, sort of like, well, let's get this. You know, I don't know. But anyway, 
the guys walk out and he like <laughs> like she tries to get on the elevator but it closes so he's like oh, and so they pretend to be like sexy people in the making out yeah and then the bad guy sees that bond's got the earpiece and can hear the girlfriend crying from the chief's room and it's a good touch i like yeah that. i didn't pick up on that until i had seen it a few times i just um, watched that like for the fifth time like because i watched it a couple times in the last like week or so and i was just listening to it on the headphones and i didn't notice that that was her screaming in his earpiece he must yeah, have you had the, like, well, it's James Bond. Of course, he's gonna fight the bad guys. But yeah. like, why? Adam, and then he like they have this awesome fight in staircase the stairwell, and mm. uh, that's almost as good as a train fight. Yeah, it's kind of like a Daredevil type fight. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, you know, he takes the two bad guys out, and um, yeah, best like, is is. She helps in some way. She knocks the gun out of his hand and yeah. But something. she's not. This is the first time she's seen a person get killed in front yeah. of her face, uh, and she is. I remember <laughs> the first time I saw a person get killed. Yeah. Did you have a guy sit with you in the shower? Is that that was? Uh... Yeah, it was you. Oh, I know. that was a good time. <laughs> it was fun. When I licked your hand. hand. And yeah, I was like, I was like, wow, this is this is awkward, huh? And you're like, yeah. And Sasha needs to come in here and use the toilet. <laughs> that guy was gross. Um, well, but anyway, the no. scene in the shower, though, that was Daniel Craig's idea to not have her be in her underwear, yeah, as was underwear in the script. Underwear. Because yeah. uh, he was like, you know, if Thanks, you were like, really Craig. running away from somebody, you might just run into the shower and turn the, turn the water on. It, I think it could go either way, actually. I think that if you were like, if you have blood on you or something, you'd probably take your clothes off. Yeah, I saw Ace Ventura, pet detective, and when he wanted to get clean. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I wish my brain wasn't such Swiss cheese. I could remember what you were talking about. Oh, it's like when Sean Young reveals herself to be trans and they made out or something. He's like, it's totally a transphobic joke, but. um, Cut that out. That that plays in 93. It doesn't play now. Vesper and Bond are both straight people. So just male, male. Well, I don't know. Bond does... might be bi. He does sort of make a joke about that in Skyfall. Oh, Spoiler okay. warning. Well, go in the future and listen to our Skyfall episode. Yeah, we they'll all be available Yeah, for streaming. But that's a nice moment. Um, it's a nice and... moment ruined by the finger sucking. I'm just sort of like, <laughs> that's weird. All right, look at that is kind of weird. I mean, even I, even if they were like a thing and they had and they were together for a long time, it's still. She's like, I got blood on my hands. If Mrs. Elder said that and she was sitting in the shower, which like we wouldn't be able to fit the both of us in our shower sitting yeah. down because you know we got a tub. We don't like one of those. But if she was like, I got blood on my hands, I wouldn't suck her fingers. I would be like, here's some soap. I'll wash your hands or something. You know? Sure. I don't know. I mean. Whatever it's Get a movie. Get hydrogen peroxide on that. It's yeah. not as cool. It's not as hot. If you, I was like, I've got, I've got hydrogen peroxide sanitizer. bubbling on our fingers. Isn't quite as hot as Licky Lick. Yeah, I don't know. The Licky Lick's not that hot to me, but well, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. The the big thing about <laughs> you just <laughs> sorry, we're getting dream. I'm trying to move along here. <laughs> sorry, sorry. The sheep has been. 
the chief, the chief or whatever his name is, has been told about his tell now. The like, so he knows. Yeah. He's, he's now aware that he, someone has said something. Right. It could be Mathis. Maybe. You're supposed to believe We're it. To believe it's Mathis. Let's not give away the rest of the movie yet. Right. We're supposed to believe it's Mathis. Hey. Meanwhile, Felix, though. Hey. Well, Felix. Sorry. Don't they go back? Is this where they go back and then Bond loses all the money? Or is this right. where he gets poisoned? I sort of lose No, trouble. I mean, you lose the money and then he gets poisoned. But Felix, because Felix agrees to stake him to come back, yeah. to, to keep going. Yeah. After It feels like we're just glossing over that Bond loses all the money because he... Because well, yeah. Lashif is like the tell and Bond's like, I'm all in. I'm going to do this. We're going to win. And then it turns out that... Like, oh, shit. Like yeah, he wasn't like, bluffing. He had a real yeah, hand. Yeah. <laughs> ah. So yeah, Bond loses. Felix. Well, who, then he yeah. then he Vesper's like, I'm not giving you any more money, but you know, and he's like, I'm gonna go fucking kill that guy. I'm gonna do it. He grabs a, a knife off a table, and he's about to go kill him. And Felix stops him. And says, Hey, friend. Yeah. I'm your cousin at Langley. Yeah, I'm a CIA guy. Yeah. And then, but that's I'm when the Bond got a robot. <laughs> he is oh, on Westworld. I hate Westworld. I tried. I tried the first season. I, was I like, like this that. Like show is not very good. I like all the lady nudity parts. Mm. Oh yeah, that part's good. But... but he's also the watcher. If you're watching What If nowadays, I'm watching. not watching What If because, as I established on an episode we didn't record, I'm out from comic book stuff. Mm-hmm. Until Spider-Man comes out, which I'll you only out. wear cool suits now. And... It's only Brioni suits and Tom Ford's suits for me. <laughs> Leave childish <laughs> things behind. That's what you say. Yep, I'm all done with that crap. Anywho, so she Valenka, the blonde woman who they were going to cut her hand off, uh, she poisons Bond's martini. Yeah. And there's a very intense scene, like with this because he's gonna die in like two minutes and he's trying to like he's got this thing in his glow compartment where he's like yeah, he runs out to his aston martin which is yeah. parked outside which we did not establish earlier but like like five cars like ding him on the way you know it's like no one stops <laughs> to make sure he's okay yeah like falls over the. And i was like foot. how far away is this parking lot that like these people like bolting through it you know yeah it's, you know they got valets it's all it's all very you know, posh. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So he's trying to like. Yeah, so he opens up the secret glove compartment, and there's a defibrillator, and he like hooks it up to himself, and he like he puts like an epipen, or, or he does something that like alerts them to he's going into cardiac arrest. But he's like MI6. part of the thing is unplugged, right? Like the little thing. Yeah, I was getting to that part. Like where he's like he's talking to the people back at MI6, and they're like, "Here's what you do: you put the EpiPen thing. You're only gonna have this. Now put the electrodes onto your chest, and you know there's only one chance, you know, to to do this." And yeah, and he's like, like, "Do it now. it now!" He's like, "No, don't do it now because he's he's only gonna have one shot at this. Hold on a minute." And blah blah, blah. it's very tense. Yes, it is very tense. And like, they're like, "Press the button," and he presses it, and nothing happens, and he sees that the electrode isn't attached to the pad. And then he passes out. He's about to oh. die. Then Vesper to the rescue. Plugs it in. Presses the button. And he comes back to life. And he's like, "Are you okay?" Yeah. I mean, what? That's very. That's a gentleman for you, right? Yeah. I mean, come oh, on. yeah. That's what I did when I died. 
I said to the doctor, even though I was still under, I was like, are you okay? Yeah, there you go. Uh, maybe she's like, she's, she looks at, I love it. She's like, am I okay? She's like, seriously? <laughs> but I like that. It's a nice moment between the two of them. I mean, it doesn't really matter for the plot of the movie. It would be fine without it, but it's a nice moment for the yeah, two of them. Then he goes... Then he goes back, changes his shirt, get, cleans himself up, and then uh, the sheep is like, "Yeah, oh, you changed your shirt. Are we? Is, is this game causing you to perspire?" And he's like, "Oh, that. Oh, I might be mixing up my times." But he's like, "That last hand almost killed me." They're I know it's excellent lines because of, it's yeah, a so great line. Yeah, the other line perfectly is perfectly um, delivered too about bleeding. I, I, yeah. I know that I would be really in trouble if I was uh, weeping blood. And he was like, yeah. "Oh." It's like way to make fun of someone's disability bond. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is the one though, yeah, where he says that, that last hand nearly killed me, which is really this is and really Dirk funny. It's like finally a funny quip in the theater. <laughs> got up, gave it a standing ovation. He's I like, did fugly bond is all right by me. All right, fugly bond. Yeah. <laughs> you tell him fugly bond. Oh, by that point, you're like, yeah, I'm rooting for you. Yeah, that's yeah. I guess that's the part. I said the movie would be fine without it, but it does help you root for Bond too, because he's you know he could be he's a little prickly. So, anyways, be, so then, he's back uh, in the game. He's yeah, been he's fronted by Phoenix. Yeah. This is the part where poker players might be a little like, eh, but whatever, who cares? A what? A what? A <laughs> it's only like a few myself. players. The funny thing about the people that are left, it's like the it's like the, the Asian guy with the long hair and the ponytail and the big black dude. Yeah, that like Asian guy is is like I don't know if you know Rick Baker. He's yeah. famous makeup artist who used to have like a big long gray ponytail. Looks like Asian Rick Baker. <laughs> and then the other guy looks like Biggie Smalls, you know? <laughs> right. He is a huge, huge man. Hey, nothing whatever, man. Good for uh, him. Uh, Large. He's still, he's super stylish though. That 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 jacket he's wearing is on point. Yeah, he is. He looks Just good. Because you're big doesn't mean you can't rock the style. Oh yeah, man. He looks good. He looks like he should be a wrestler or something. Like he yeah. is. He's built. He's huge. He's a bodybuilder or something. Weightlifter. I don't know. But yeah. So it's down to like very distinct looking individuals plus the chief and Bond and. um Bond has a really terrible hand here. I don't know why in a million years you wouldn't just fold a seven and a two, right? Yeah, no, and a or whole... seven and five. I'm sorry, he has a seven and a five. I'm sorry, he's seven and five. But they're both uh, clubs. So he stays in, and this is it. He's got to stay in, or he's going to blow the whole thing, I guess. Because every so here's where it gets a little fuzzy though, because the Asian guy bets five or bets six million. He goes all in six million dollars. And then the big black Biggie Smalls goes five million because all he's got is five million. So the sheep then bets like 20 million. So there has to be side bets here because you can't bet 20 million versus five million. You know what I mean? Like it's not, you know, it's not equal. So there's supposed to be side pots and stuff. It doesn't really matter in the context of the uh, movie. I'm just going to say, yeah, movie. Just say right. movie. It's movie. <laughs> I don't know anything. I was just totally spacing. I don't know anything about poker or understanding. No, it's okay. Or anything. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter. I'm just talking to the two listeners out here who might give a shit about this. But like, if you, if this were real, okay, if I were playing poker, <laughs> if it was real, not real. I mean, yeah, but I mean, poker is a real thing. And if if I got dealt a seven and a five, I'd be like fold. But 
I don't. So I don't even know if we're supposed to believe that maybe there's some cheating going on. I don't know. Like, how do these guys have these amazing hands? Literally, everyone in this game has a super awesome hand that could only be beaten by the hand that the next guy so has. The drama of the script, I guess. You know. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, there's no way. I guess if the they like have, the... if it's like technically possible, like so that like neither hand has like the same cards or something. Like when they're like writing the script, then that's all that really needs to happen. Right. No, it, it, they actually did a good job with that. You're right. Like they did, like nobody has the same hand, but Bond has the straight flush, which is, you know, so hard to do. <laughs> so hard to do. Right. But he's got, you know. But even M says he's the best poker player in the service. I don't know if we're supposed to believe that maybe I don't I, I they never say it, but whatever, it doesn't matter. It's a movie. But like the the chances of him getting that hand are are very slim, but he wins. <laughs> right? I mean, he beats even despite the whole thing, and I know your tell and all that crap now, it's all out the window. Bond gets the straight flush. And uh he wins, and I love it. He tips the 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 dealer like like 500 grand or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Those, but those, you those know things. what? It's, that's not his money to give out. <laughs> right. It's, it's awesome. And the dealer just kind of goes, thanks. Like the dealer just like, cool. Yeah, that's all right, I guess. I've had yeah. better. But it's pretty funny because like the idea that you would, these are all professional poker players and that you would take the, the I don't know if you watched the video I sent, but like that you would take their cards and put them in there. Like you sent it. When did you send a video? I did see uh, that. I, I was going to watch that anyways. And then you sent it and I was like, oh, I'll check this out. I mean, it's bit, whatever. But I mean, it's cinematically, it looks cool, but a dealer would never put, if you're doing like a flush, you would never like put the cards in order like that. Everybody just knows. Everybody knows what the cards mean, but it doesn't matter. I don't give a shit. Nobody gives a shit, but Ben Affleck or some kind of poker idiot. But like, it's, it's, it's cool. It's a great moment. Bond wins. He like legit just wins the game without the tells and the thing and the nonsense. But that's why he's James Bond, because he's going to win the poker game. He's going to lose yeah. nearly all of it. And be totally fucked, and then he's gonna just—that's his superpower. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly right. You are exactly right. That is that is it. So you can analyze the poker, you know, like ins and outs all you want, but he's James Bond and he wins. And I guess that's it, right? Because you would never stay in on that hand. But he had two—he had two clubs, so he whatever he did it, he stayed in and he won. Sometimes it happens. And uh, yeah, he wins that's like the, the movie. Yeah, yay! Bond what do you think? Better than this movie? <laughs> <laughs> but they do a great job in making like a poker game seem really important yeah, and I really intense. I thought that this part of the movie would drag when we went to see it. I was like, well, oh, this is going to be like, because I had read beforehand. It's like, the poker game is three quarters of the movie. I was like, this, oh, this is going to be rough. But it isn't. It's <laughs> No, it's, it's intense. They do a good job. Make it seem important, and it is very important, and it's cool. Like, and they, yeah, it's it's great. And even though it's fiction, like you think the money's real, you know what I mean? It's like, whoa, hundred hundred million dollars, holy shit! You just gave that guy a half a million dollars and tip, right? Oh, awesome, you know? <laughs> it's true. You feel it, like you know. And they do a good job. It's like when the Joker has like the pyramid of money, and he's sliding down. I'm like, oh, look at all that money! Like, I just can't help but be like excited by it. I think it's cool. 
I'm only going to burn my half. Sorry. We'll do that. Listen to our future Dark Knight episode. But uh, then there's a nice another moment, right? Uh, where With Vesper and Bond, when they're kind of just like, yay, we won. And that's when he names it the Vesper. So what do you, you know? And she's I like, because it has a bitter aftertaste or something. He's like, no, because once you had it, you want more or something. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I like it. That's good. That's and good then Roger Moore pops in. He's like, did someone say more? A woman. He just looks at Vesper. And says, <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> that's, that's not even the climax, but I kind of forget where they go from here. From but, here, uh, he's like, I got a text and I got to go meet Mathis. She oh, leaves. Right. And then he's like, Mathis is the guy that betrayed us. So he walks out and sees Vesper being kidnapped. And then he runs into his car and then drives. And then they leave Vesper in the middle of the street, which seems like if they were going to use her as like a bargaining tool for later, that could have gone really poorly. <laughs> and then he flips his car and then he wakes up and they cut out the chair. And here's the, the most painful scene for any man. Wait, 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 wait. really oh, quick. Boy. That car rolling stunt. Oh, yeah. It was like 14 times or something. It's in the Guinness, Guinness. Book of World Records yeah. for it's the real. most real. times a car has been flipped in a movie, and they use three Aston Martins valuing about $300,000 each just to do wow. that. <laughs> yeah, but they're like Aston Martins, you know, not, not like real ones. They're like tricked out ones that have like roll bars. And, you know, like you well, can actually just go... shot it out of a cannon well, to then. get oh. it to do that. Can you believe? Or not like out of a cannon, but they had a cannon in the driver's seat, apparently. Did yeah, they that? did like a similar thing in Living Daylights. They shot the car off out of a cannon. Not out of a cannon. Again, right. like you're saying. Well, they had a car. Some sort of cannon-based technology. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's very cool. But anyway, yeah, the scene. Oof, this is tough. This is a tough scene to watch if you're a man. Bond takes it like a man. Oh my god! Like yeah. So they cut out the bottom of a chair, throw <laughs> naked Bond there, and then with this giant rope with a huge knot on it, Sheaf just swings it under, and Bond's low-hanging fruit gets the brunt of it. <laughs> the brunt of it's it. Low-hanging. <laughs> and I love it. He starts. And they, and they probably like because the. He, they look real sweaty in it, so it's probably really warm and humid, so Bond is really hanging low, you know? And he's whacking him, and yeah. he's like, to the left! Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, so he's like, I'm gonna get the information out of you, and he's like, no, you're not, and he's like, I've got an itch down there. Would you mind? <laughs> you uh, you see Mad Mickelson do not hit people in the balls, certainly, but you see him do some nasty shit in the Hannibal TV show, and like, he's just such a good bad guy. Yeah, I mean, he really is so good. It's almost too good for Bond, but I mean, it's Bond, so whatever. But like, and I love when Bond, he says, he also points out like how he's like, you really take care of yourself, you know, like he's like, you work, you you must work out. Check out the butt on him, you know, makes (laughs) makes a comment about if and then it's like, but it's for nothing, you know. And I love when he says, now I'm going to tell everybody, the whole world that you scratched my balls. That's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you died scratching my balls. <laughs> so he wants, what he wants is the, he wants his money, basically. He yeah, wants to find he wants out to the, get the code word password. 
the yeah the Vesper, which or you know. Trelland or whatever he actually. <laughs> yeah. But uh, weirdly enough, this is not how I pictured Mads Mikkelsen to go out. He just Mister White comes in and just shoots him. Yeah, kind he's like, like, I'll have your money. He's like, doesn't doesn't matter. We 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 don't care about the money as much as we care about who we can trust. Yeah, and, and then he's like, Trump twenty twenty four. Cut that part out. <laughs> no, no politics. No, no politics. But I mean, it was interesting. You don't see a lot of Bond villains go out like that. That was a very surprising. Uh, yeah. I think at the time I thought it was kind of like deflating. But at the, yeah, I mean, he's not even really the bad guy at this yeah. point. He's he's just the he's yeah. He's, he's over. The, like, he's, he's the done. bad guy for now until because now we're like, well, he, the end of the movie. That's yeah. good. But it's not That's... the end of the movie. Not the end no. of the movie yet. So I'll, it... have, I'll have a, another dad story when we get closer to the end of the movie. Your dad doesn't have a story about getting hit in the balls with that thing. Uh, look at right. I, I, you know, he's <laughs> okay. He's passed on. I can't talk about this stuff. We won't. No, it's fine. You're. It's fine. So, but like him and Vesper, or you know, well, he wakes up in the hospital. Right. I don't know. I've had a few drinks. <laughs> I've had a few martinis. Wakes uh, up vodka. in the hospital, and then it's like all fuzzy, and then he's like, "Oh, Mathis, Mathis." And then um, there was more in the like cutscene. It shows him like in an ambulance and getting run around through the the hallways of a hospital, and then it there's just this very menacing shot on Mathis's face where he's like, mm. "But that's mm. all cut out of this version." And uh, so, well, so he wakes up at the same place where they shot Attack of the Clones sand scene. I was thinking that it looked like that when I was watching it. And I was like, I wonder if that's the same place. And that's, is. is that for real? Wow. It's for real. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I, I didn't know that. I did not know that. That's Mathis crazy. pours this like, you know, powdery drink, mixes it with water. He's like, I'm supposed to get you to drink this. And Bond's like, yeah, fuck you. So if you watch <laughs> the background through this whole scene, like two guys are walking out of the building in the background they get closer with each scene he's and matters is asking these like questions that sound kind of suspicious you know he's like what why why'd they leave you alive what what do you have any idea why this thing yeah but wearing you know and, uh, <laughs> and he's like is Anakin and Padme it, yeah there's two battle droids like in the you know like, going, Roger, like, Roger Roger yeah and then he's like, uh, he's like, is there anything you can think to tell me or something or, or that, that you can think to tell us? And he's like, us or you? And then the two guys come over, tase him and drag him away. And he's like, well, that's that. And that's the end of the movie. Uh, okay. yeah. But yeah, it's all I mean, but him and Vesper, it's like happily ever after, blah, blah, blah. Vesper, it's like, uh, you know, what? I love you. I love you. And then the, the Swiss guy comes. He's like, yeah, oh, Kenneth comes oh. and he's, he's like, you didn't bring any chocolate. That. I'm sorry, that guy is disgusting. Which guy? <laughs> the Swiss guy. The guy I was all like, ooh. Apparently, he was in um, the sorry. Killing Nazis movie, the Tarantino movie. Inglorious Bastards. Thank you. I couldn't. I couldn't come up with it. But uh, so anyway, I, love that movie. I want to do that movie someday. That's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, all right. Uh, thank God. And so yeah. So then he's like, Vesper, you can type in the password, and she's like, I don't know it, and he's like, V E. H I G. No, I'm just kidding. And it's like you only get two chances to do it. Why? 
Why she gets all you? emotional when when she finds out it's her name. She's like, if all that's left of you was your pinky finger or whatever, you'd be more mad than any man I ever met. <laughs> and the orangutans. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and orangutans. <laughs> and, and then he's like, well, that's because you know what I can do with my little finger or whatever. And she's like, uh, I don't, but uh, let's go do it. And then they go do it. <laughs> Which is actually the first time they do it. Right? It is the first time they do it. Yeah. And, uh, and then they go, they take, they take a sailboat that they got from somewhere and they go and down Sony to bio uh, laptops and they, yep, yeah, everything Sony. Through but this movie was released through Sony, I believe. Yes. Yeah. There's lots of product placement from Sony. Yeah. yeah there's always product placement in these movies, right? Just yes. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> How do you think I know what suit he was wearing in this movie? Uh, you looked it up on IMDb like I did. Oh, no, I didn't because oh. I, I, I'm you just know. a fan. You're just a fan. Yeah, okay. So anyway, they take the, the boat to Venice and then she sees like a guy, another like guy with an eye problem wearing glasses. He's got like a yeah, what's he's got guy? like glasses, but there's nothing in one side and there's like sunglasses on one part. It's like a cheap like Nick Fury. It's such yeah. a James Bond villain. But, but like but like not it'd be like a James Bond villain from like Doctor No. Like low rent James Bond villain. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't like when make they didn't sense. have a So she sees him and then he disappears and she's like, Oh, that was weird. I'm pretty sure I know that guy. So then they get a hotel and they're like, Well, what we gonna we're gonna I'm gonna gonna come back to she texts her job and she's like at the enforcement, whatever Bye. I said to her. The, she's like, fast, be, the action, whatever, the action task force, force the, yeah. the financial action task force. And she's like, I'll be back in a month. And if I mm. said that to my job, they'd be like, uh, no, you won't. You won't be back ever. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. Defy it. But I didn't work for the magazine action task force. <laughs> so, and then but she's I like, mean, we'll go, I'll go do something with the money or whatever. It's like, I don't know. I I sort of get a little foggy at this part, but she leaves to go to the bank to do something, and then M calls and is like, like you "Oh, I'm just gonna go money? to the bank to get us some money so that we can survive for like a month." What do you think? And he's like, "No, I got it. Don't worry about it." She's like, "No, don't worry. I'm just gonna go." Like, whatever. I'll it's go all very there. suspicious, though. I mean, it's not just not that you're foggy. There's also she's also being kind of like, eh, you know, yeah, a little shifty. Yeah, she's got some the dog shifty eyes in. Yeah, she's got some stuff going on there. So then M calls and it's like, uh, you're gonna do anything with the? I mean, yeah. I got your resignation note. Right. He can you PayPal? It's like, I'm gonna spend the rest of my life with yeah. Vespa which, and I'm which, good. which, whatever. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. yeah. But, but what queen... you gonna, I've got the guy from the treasury. Give us our money back. And he's like, oh, I didn't think you guys would notice. I'll go do it now. He's like, I, I need you to PayPal the queen at gov.uk.gov. <laughs> just Venmo uh, me at M. Yeah. Yeah, M. Just, just M. M. At M. Then use a cute, oh, like, you a got M. Sailboat. I want an M. Sailboat bank. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they don't no, have then the he calls. Then he calls Yoo-Hoo up and uh, the guy from Ghostbusters 2. Oh, but I woo. Um, <laughs> and he, he calls him up and he's like, oh, it's being yanked out of the bank right down the street from me. He's like, oh, fuck. So he runs down there, doesn't see her, then turns the corner, sees her in her bright red dress, mm -hmm. follows her, and she's bringing it to the, dude, the low rent Nick Fury. 
and uh, get spotted and then gunfight. Gunfight. The yes. end. The movie's not over. No, the end. <laughs> never end. This movie, that's the one thing I remember. This, I know. Look, at, that's part of my dad's story coming up. Okay. But I mean, it it's is also crazy. part of my story. Yeah. One more so, gunfight. Yeah, one more gunfight. One more shooting thing in, that, in yeah. a building that's being repaired in Venice and it's on like in like floaties. You know, remember yeah, those? It's on yes. like, yeah. Building size floaties. Yeah. And uh, so there's a gunfight in there. Bond blasts those out. So the building starts to sink and. That he shoots the guy with, like, with the, he's got the nail gun. She's locked in a elevator. It was a lot. Of, it's cool. Well, I'm gonna say right. this is where Derson was getting upset that there weren't enough I quips. Think it was dramatic. It was a bit and, much. And cool, I think. But um, I mean, it the, was cool. The you know, it's a bit much. Is the like 13 minute documentary about how they like sunk that thing and had to build two. <laughs> Set. <laughs> so, I like watched it. And I was like, this. I, I was like, I'm I usually patient it. for a lot of stuff, but I was just, I'm actually bored. Like, it's yeah, like 30 seconds of the thing. movie. I, I mean, like, literally sitting down to watch the commentary track when this first came out on DVDs. And, uh, I don't and have I was one. like, oh, this is so boring. It's just Michael Wilson going, all right, remember that? That was a, that was I was hoping day. that was going to be on there, but maybe I'm glad it's not. <laughs> oh, oh, look it. And, and, and here's where Daniel comes out of the water. Do you remember that? It's all like, do you remember that? I was like, Listen, no, I wasn't there. That was awesome. He, he, he was talking <laughs> to Martin Campbell, the director. He's like, do you remember that? And he's like, no, no, I totally forgot about that. You dumb son of a bitch. Yeah, I was only filming it. Yeah. You dumb cunt. When they came up with all this. So... Anyway. So I mean, he what? kills the guy. Nick Fury shoots him in the eye with a a, a nail. Doesn't make a quip. Does no quip. Um, no quip. Vesper's like, look at I betrayed everybody. I guess so. I'm gonna drown myself by dropping my elevator into the water. Bond goes to try to save her, and then nightmare fuel of her like taking her last get like they hold hands or something through oh. the. And yeah, then that's... she's like, <gasps> and I was like, because Mrs. Awesome. Elder can't swim, so she has like these nightmares about like oh. tidal waves, drowning, and sort of like I do about flying. I have all these dreams <laughs> about crashing in a plane. So you guys are weird. I know that's why we're together. All right, that makes sense. Well, it is sad, but also kind of like, wait, but she kind of betrayed him. I don't quite. Kind of did, but she it in because you like after she dies oh, oh and the money gets lost that she was carrying to, to him and uh but it turns out that mr white from earlier in the film uh has it as he's watching the two like bonds trying to resuscitate her and it and it doesn't work and he's like i got my thing i'm out of here so he leaves with the thing of money M is talking to bond on the phone on his oh he phony... leaves with the thing of money because i thought it like got washed away I, at, like the end of this movie is like kind of fuzzy. Yeah, Mr. White, uh, maybe he he had one of those like, you know, in Jaws where they're trying to pull in the the barrels with the hooks. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. The, he got some. He got yeah. He I think he did make off of that. But yeah. Not he does. forever. Not for long. Yeah. And uh, so M, M calls and she's like, oh, you know, we were so busy looking at the bad guys that we don't look at the good guys and we missed this and. Her boyfriend was being held hostage, so they were yeah. blackmailing Black her yeah. to do this. But then she knew she was going to her death, 
to save you. She was given the money so that you wouldn't die. And uh, I guess I think. Yeah, yeah. no, I think that's basically it. But it's kind of funny. It's like her boyfriend didn't her and Bond like you know daughter and Navy weren't they doing things? They were doing things. Yeah, but then and what was sort of hinted at, I think, is that the boyfriend was killed. Which uh-huh. spoiler alert: next movie he's not killed. He's very much alive. Ah. But um, um warning. Yeah. We'll so so then she's on. like, if you you know come back to MI6, you know you I'll just I'll disregard the whole you know resigning, and if you know you need some time, that's cool. And he's like, I don't need time. The bitch is dead. Yeah. 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 I mean, this is like establishing. This is yeah. this is establishing that James Bond. Is yeah. She's like, she's come like, back oh, here. You can make Q and S and R. I mean, <laughs> she's Z's like, Z might be lesson. around. Kill she's all like, those. And don't not to trust anyone. And she knew you were going to look at your phone when she knew you were you. And uh, so, yeah, good and job. Like, and oh, it's all very good. Character Gotta let his ego out of the way. You know, which I'm not sure was his ego ever in the way. I mean, he always had the ego. Well, the ego yeah. had to carry him through all that poker. All right. Oh, that's true. Dad. I think this is it's all I mean, it's sad, obviously, because Vesper is a great character and you, and you don't want to see great characters. Yeah, sad, but it does help. This is Bond going forward. Like this is essentially the first Bond story. Yeah, story. And this is where he becomes like the guy who disregards women and and whatever you know, like and kills people, you know, like with no compunction or whatever, because he does go after Mister White. Well, there he go because the movie seems like it's over, and then it does this like dissolve to this beautiful establishing shot, and mm-hmm. my dad was like, "What is going on?" Because <laughs> I remember thinking that in the theater, going. Uh, how much longer is this movie? Because I feel like I've been here forever. You know, he yeah. was like, he was losing his patience. He was like, I, I just want to be done too. And yeah, it was like, already like I two minutes. I reassured him because I knew the movie ended in two more minutes. But when we were in the theater, I was like, God, fuck, yeah, no, this is a good movie, but I, I want to leave. It know? is 144 minutes, which is a very. It's just pretty much two and a half hours. Time. But here we go. Uh, Mr. White pulls up in front of this villa, and then he gets a call from Bond because he had a text message from Vesper saying Mr. White's number. So he calls him up, and Mr. White answers. He's like, Mr. White. He's like, yeah, who's this? And then he gets shot in the knees. Who's this? Gets shot in the knees. Crawls for cover, trying to get to the thing, and he's like, this is who it is. Bond, James Bond, end of the movie. Roll credits, play the fucking Bond theme. Bam, best Bond movie ever, except for Goldfinger. He's and, got and this awesome you can really rifle. say that this was the end of the movie yeah. now. Because yeah. that is three. actually the end of the movie. He's got an awesome rifle and he has an awesome fucking three piece suit on. And if <laughs> yeah. I can get, and if there's any suit I could get, it'd be that one. What is that it? one? Is cool. It's a Brioni. Oh, oh, all right. Yeah. Do you have about three grand to spend? You could well, probably get thing. six thing, grand, right? I think. Yeah, no, like if you buy all these suits new, you're going to go broke. But if you buy <laughs> through thrift shops and stuff, you can there get you them for affordable prices. Sure can. <laughs> I guess this is like a 15 year old movie, so you can yeah. probably get this at a thrift shop by now. You can get it for a couple hundred bucks now. 
And then you'll so, have but, to go get tailored, but whatever. Well, of course. But, yeah. I mean, Mr. White appears in future. Uh, yes, yes. He's not dead. He's not dead. Interesting, because this you think, like, this is it. Bond shot that motherfucker, but he didn't. Like, he's he, he's in the next two the motherfucker. Why do I have to be Mr. Pink? <laughs> well, do you think that? Like, do you? I mean, the first thing you thought was a Tarantino homage. Do you think Mr. White was also a Reservoir Dogs? thing or do you think they just no i think it, was it in the book i think it's it probably like lemming related yeah they, i can't they talked about sure, mr but. white in the book as uh very uh having a diarrhea problem <laughs> <laughs> go along with the flatulence problem. yeah all the bad guys in in casino royal in the novel all have some sort of butt related problem <laughs> digestive issues mr white but his undies certainly <laughs> you know what i mean Anyway, they drank a lot of milk uh, back then. What do we got? What do you? What do we got to say about this movie? Well, this is better than Die Another Day, but worse than. <laughs> no, no, it's better no, than no. almost all the Bond movies. I don't even know what to say. Like, how do you even put this next yeah. to other ones? I think I, um, this is a near perfect movie. And it is. Uh, I mean, there I are will... a few little like things that like every, but no movie is perfect. A plus. But yeah, Clay, I'm gonna second that. Sure. No, I'll go. Yeah, I'll go. I mean, A plus is really hard. Like that is like the. Yeah, pinnacle. I don't think I've ever given an A plus. I, I have not either. I, I think King Kong yeah. versus Godzilla, maybe. <laughs> I mean, that's a not different... an ironic A plus. Sure, sure. I mean, I I love this movie. I love the writing. I'm gonna say I don't know how much each screenwriter contributed, right? But Paul Haggis yes. is credited well, as one of the screenwriters. Here's here's the thing. I did not know until today. Neil Purvis and Robert Wade, I think that's who they are. They wrote the previous few Bond films. You know, but apparently, I did not know this until today. If there's an ampersand between the names, it means they work together. So the two of them worked together, turned in a draft, and then Paul Haggis did a rewrite of their draft. Okay. Well, Paul uh, Haggis is in a is in a walk. I didn't know that either. That's actually good to know, actually. For... Let's drop a little knowledge. Thank you. Well done. Paul Haggis is an Academy Award winning screenwriter and director, and he's like, I'm going to say he contributed a lot. I don't know. I I have to imagine that yeah. he did. I don't know what he contributed, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say he probably contributed a lot, and it shows he's very good at what he does. And this is a great. The writing in this movie is. Spot on. I love it. I, the quips are not James Bond cheesy quips. And even though I was kind of hoping for that, I'm glad they didn't go that way. Yeah, in retrospect. <laughs> right. In retrospect, I'm glad they didn't do that. He's a different Bond. He's a, he's harder. He's he's rougher. Fuglier. He's fuglier. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not even just him. Like, you know, it's the right. Dan O'Craig wasn't even going to do this. Until you yeah. read the script. Yeah. Did so. you watch the documentary? Uh, no, actually. I'm sorry. Well, they do show pieces of his screen test, which are the um, I'm the money, every penny. But it's like in a hotel room. kind yeah, of. Yeah, it's setting. funny because it looks like it's a sitcom. It looks like. Um, yeah, it's a really bad set. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looks like the Jeffersons or something. Yeah, More like It looks like Elaine's like... apartment on like... Seinfeld. <laughs> From him being introduced as Bond at the press conference where he had to where everybody was making fun of him for wearing a, a you know a life preserver and stuff on the boat. From the 
to the actual movie, he looks like two different people. He does. Safety even look is like so him. uncool. Yes, <laughs> I'm telling you, safety is cool. It's cool. To and I remembered him when I saw um, what's the Tom Hanks movie with him in it? Road to Perdition. But yeah. I remember at the time going, "That's an ugly man." That's but, what I thought too. But <laughs> so why he has ugly? He has grown on me in the time. In that sure. time, you know, I enjoy him as Bond. He's still not my Pierce. I feel Pierce got kind of screwed over. He never got like a great Bond movie. Whereas I feel Daniel Craig got a great Bond movie and then a really, really good Bond movie. Mm. Yeah, Pierce never got the send-off that you, you know, yeah. that you hope, right? He kind of yeah. went downhill. Yeah, so like movie. each movie kind of got worse as it went yeah. along. Yeah. I'm glad I mean, Spectre no, I... is not the send-off for yeah, me too. Daniel Craig because it's just like, it's like pizza. You know, I'm, I like it. I like it. There are parts but... of Spectre, I think, are great. It's no Skyfall. <laughs> and look at spoiler alert. I think Spectre is fine, mm. but it's me also too. the me too. plot it's of fine. Austin Powers Three. <laughs> you know? so, but I mean, like, yeah, like, baby, my Aston Martin's been in this garage, baby. <laughs> it's okay because Daniel Craig has one more, and we yeah, you know, we're hoping we're that hope he gets a send off. Yeah. But apparently he is like I mean he is in a lot of pain after he does all yeah, he these had, movies. He gets fucked up. He got I think he got his teeth knocked out in this one. He, and his yeah, his dentist had to fly from London a lot of bones. to fix him. Yeah. And I uh, guess um also um spoiler warning for when we talk about uh the next movie, but like because there was the writer's strike, he like decided to was like, Well, I'm gonna do all my own stunts. We have to make this movie really special. So he like totally did like as many stunts as he could in uh and he kept hurting himself like you said Not yeah he fucks time. himself up big time. he's like harrison ford he's he, he's like just like <laughs> he's he's all over the place that's but awesome. i mean at least in this one you know he's still i don't i don't know how old he was like 37 38. 38 so yeah i mean that's still pretty seasoned i guess i think i was about that age when i saw, no i don't think no i wasn't it's 15 years ago just for the record not that old. Yeah, he's yeah. older than me, and I'm right. an elder. You're so. an elder. He's, but I mean, you know, I was about thirty, I suppose, when this came out. It's just a number, you guys. No, it's 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 it is, but it's, it's a real not. thing. Young John the Elder. <laughs> well, it's a real thing when you know Pierce is too old to play him anymore. No, well, I mean, fifty-three versus thirty-seven. I mean, sure, you're. Eh, they want to do and young Daniel Ball. Craig fifty-three is younger than a Pierce Brosnan 53, just by the nature of the way people take care of themselves these days. If you You're right. look at Pierce You're Brosnan, right. there's this picture of him and his wife on a beach in like 1995. He is in very good shape, but he's got like a runner's body. It's very lean and mm, Craig alive. is very bulked up. Apparently he, didn't, he only did cardio on weekends. That was Craig's thing. Interesting. He did a lot of bulking up. He gained twenty pounds, and he only did Proteins, yeah, he only did cardio. No weekend. carbs. No carbs, right? And that's Protein. why when I was awesome, I was probably closer to a Pierce body because I would do like fifty-five minutes of cardio and a half hour of weights. So I was very yeah. lean. And I do a lot more cardio because it's easier. I don't, <laughs> want, to do I don't want to do that. That's a lot of work. I'm, I'm the opposite now. I enjoy oh, yeah. doing the weight more than the the cardio cardio bores me 
you can come over and work out with my wife anytime you want because very well i shall what are you doing tomorrow at seven <laughs> she's, she's you're gonna she's come gonna over with little some little encore awesome. frozen dinners <laughs> <laughs> i'll be there I'll be some beers into my to my yeah, mouth and you can drink and encourage us mm-hmm. anyway uh, oh, wow those look really up, heavy right Let's wrap this up. I mean, yeah, we all gave it A pluses. I don't even know. Do we? I mean, it's better than most of the Bond movies. Yeah. It's maybe it's, worse than Goldfinger. A I don't know. Unanimous yeah, A plus. That's, that's pretty. You know, that's pretty rare. Yeah. This is pretty rare, but it's yeah, awesome. Yeah. If you haven't seen this movie, check it out. It made yeah, like six hundred. If anyone, if anyone ever says like, I want to get into James Bond movies, this is the one you start with. I then agree. Moonraker. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I don't know what you would go with after that. Except Screw just the Connery don't order watch. or anything You go with like this that. one, then Skyfall, then Goldeneye, then yeah. Goldfinger, then Spy Who Loved Me. Then Moonraker? Then Moonraker. If they have like a, like a real sort of um, campy sensibility, I say Moonraker first. But just go ahead, check. Just I wish you were the person that was like curating the actual like AMC like you know James Bond countdown, and you picked the, like a series of like twenty four hours of Bonds, and you picked the, the order and stuff. Oh um, man, I'll that would let, be the best. Look on our website; I'll put it there. Nice. Oh really? All right, yeah. very good. I like this. It's sort of like the Star Trek. Uh, I mean, yeah, uh, we do. Yeah. Like I guess you got to email it to <laughs> us like so we James can put it on the website. Bond, <laughs> like the John Hunt, James Bond order. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's like the machete. Oh, it's order. gonna be. It's like. It's a to- it'll be a totally like schizophrenic order. You'll be like, like it, it just it'll pull you in every direction. Then Moonraker again, and then watch <laughs> Moonraker again. <laughs> Moonraker six times in a row. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. I guess we'll wrap. Check us out at leaguepodcast.com and wherever you get your podcast. Hashtag wherever you get your podcast. I like that. That's a hashtag now. Or on YouTube, or on Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor. Play. You got anything else going on over there? Just uh, go to our website, leadpodcast.com, for all the. Play like to make some YouTube videos sometimes. So check that out. Yeah, look look for us on um, Instagram, and we can see the funny quotes that'll be posted. There'll be funny quotes on Instagram. We got what we do in the shadows, and all that other, all this other great podcast coming. And. uh, uh, subscribe to vizmedia.com or viz.com and, and subscribe to their weekly chapters. Uh, you Do can it. read Clay. How much is it a month? <laughs> That's right, John. <laughs> <laughs> so do that. It's only that much a month. It's a minuscule amount a month. This is like three bucks, and you get I'll just everything. Put it this, and you can I'll just put it this way. It's less than a cup of coffee. Yeah. Okay. Woo-hoo. All right. And you can read you can read all the John Hunt classics where he letters My Hero Academia, My Hero Vigilante, um, The Elusive Samurai, uh, uh, the Old Naruto's. I can't I can't go. There's so many. I can't keep track. Oh, so many. Somebody wants get? to make a John Hunt Wikipedia page where they so much, list so all true, of though. this comics he's ever lettered yeah just go on the comic whatever the comic book comic book tv 
Yeah, whatever that shit is. I'm yeah. I'm on there. It's not even close to being complete, but there I am. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, thanks yes, to you. Considerably.